0: it.
1: Yeah, thank you. Uh,
2: so, what is the meaning of this, George?
0: This uh, this is gonna be a fun episode. One because there's a shitload of things going on with you that uh, that I love and that we're gonna talk about, and also the the fact that this is the the anniversary episode.
2: Oh, is it? So, yeah,
0: it's gonna be the, the the one year anniversary, and I figured uh, might as well bring back the first guest that uh, that started everything.
2: That was me, Goofy. Congratulations.
0: Thank you. And, uh, and I said, uh, might as well bring the sidekick.
2: Yeah, I mean, he wasn't doing anything today anyway. <laughs> Robin. He's, he's got to take <laughs> care of my business as his. <laughs> and by Robin, I mean
0: Robin Banks.
2: <laughs> this is what I, I deal with this, this idiocy on the regular.
0: There's a lot of stuff, stuff that stop, just, I just... No, you don't stop, How Bridget. about you invite
2: they, me here when the weather's
0: good? Just be good. The weather's perfect today. Are you crazy? I could have invited you here. Uh, when was
2: it this week that it was snowing? Your wife almost crashed getting out of the driveway. I don't know if that was a gender thing. I'm assuming it was the snow. The, the there's a story behind that. Um, I actually said on the,
0: on the, on the dad's podcast. Hmm. Uh, the, when was it? A couple. It was a couple weeks ago. Lots of snow, man. It was just crazy. So I get out. I clean the driveway. As soon as I clean it, my wife leaves. Okay. So she leaves. Right. She goes, "Okay, child, I'll be back." I'm like, "Okay." F- Fifteen minutes later, my phone rings. Can you come and help? I'm stuck. I'm like, "Oh, you're back already?" She goes, "No, no, no I never left." <laughs> No. She backed up. For, like, I just cleaned the entire driveway. She backed up right into the snowbank. <laughs> Which snowbank? Because my driveway, you saw it turns, right? It's not straight. Yeah. So she just went out straight and
2: whatever. Doesn't She doesn't look behind. Nah, I don't know. That's, we'll ask her. Yeah. We'll ask her. You know, for all the faults that Saudi Arabia has, they're onto something with the whole road safety. So let's just,
0: let's just backtrack a little bit because yeah. you came here last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the first episode, and uh, we were talking about how much of an amazing year 2018 was yeah. and how amazing 2019 was going to be. Yeah. Uh, it was even better than we thought. Yeah, we're going to go through that because it just exploded. You told me a bunch of things that were coming uh, in the beginning of the year that ended up happening, and obviously uh, you met with a lot of success. And now early 2020 uh there's <laughs> there's just psychotic
2: things coming yeah and we haven't even announced everything yet <laughs> we haven't announced we haven't announced anything to be honest just little stuff that like we let slip up on different podcasts like all all three of us me uh poseidon and mike uh, mostly me and mike are doing very well are doing very well <laughs> <laughs> i'm just uh but poseidon's along for the ride so he yeah. gets to enjoy uh, <laughs> he gets to reap the rewards uh, but even him, he's actually. We started. Uh, you know, you're a, you're a world famous patron of the arts. Yes, so you're one of my patrons. Uh, I started a Patreon recently, and I give him uh, twice a month now uh, the ability to live stream for people, and he's developing his own little fan base of people who want to listen to his lunacy and his his just twisted what, view what, what of the world. Do you, what
0: do you talk about? I've never I've never seen the live streams. <sighs> oh it's,
2: god, it's a train wreck. It's a lot of, well, it's a lot of me yelling from the phone because he always screws it up. So it always starts. He 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 thinks he's recording, but he's not recording. He thinks yeah. he's streaming, he's not. And then by the time he actually starts streaming, he has me on speakerphone, not knowing that I'm streaming, and I'm just yelling at him, calling him names. I'm like, Fucking call, I'm gonna kill you. Just yelling. And he's like, I think I'm on now. <laughs> Hello guys. Welcome. <laughs> it's a lot of that. For somebody that was born in the
3: nineties, I'm pretty terrible with technology. It's
2: not technology's fault. I think so. No, no, it's 100% you. <laughs> he spent, he spent uh, a little while ago, he was doing a stream. He didn't realize that he wasn't streaming. He didn't realize he hadn't clicked stream. So he was talking to himself for 10 minutes, not realizing that the people weren't replying to him. And he's like, I wonder what they're just very quiet today. Where is and is they, everyone? Yeah, they were waiting. And he's like, what are they waiting for? They were waiting because he hadn't started the stream. Wow. Yeah. But it's
0: going to come. I mean, you're, after a couple episodes, you're going to get it, right? Eventually, yeah. hopefully. Well, no, no, no. This next
3: episode, I know exactly what to do. I know my fuck ups and. Can can i'd bet against that happening
0: <laughs> <laughs> but can you pra- can you can you do a practice run I've but not pra- stream it kind of
2: yeah that well that's what he does by accident <laughs> 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 he uh no I, we've tried he knows how to do it i've taught him yeah. how to do it it's just he he i gave him the best tech he has a stream deck he's he's set up mm. he's set up for mm. success the problem is not with any of the technology the problem is what's going on there it's genetics the issue here is <laughs> genetics God damn. it's and it's it's impeding
0: but, but blame my father. But, <laughs> but here, but here's the thing. Because usually in your podcast, you're three, right? So most of the talking, it's uh, it's Pantelis. If you're doing uh, the, the the Pantelis live, and if you're doing the two drink minimum, it's him and Mike Ward. Uh, how do you feel like just being by yourself now and knowing that? Okay, this is it. It's me.
3: It feels a little strange. Yeah, I don't like to be alone with my thoughts for too long. So the fact. That
2: <laughs> Look, we don't blame you. No one here is blaming you. So the fact that <laughs> I have to sit there for an hour and I have to dive deep a bit, it's scary. Just, but uh, yeah. I did it on purpose. Like All jokes aside, I want him to do this because he's getting more and more notoriety. No. Uh, he's in the public eye a lot more. Yeah. Um, so I just want him to get comfortable doing this because no. sometimes he'll freeze when people ask him questions. Now he's going to get so used to it, talking yeah, yeah. to people, answering questions live. Uh, he'll be better suited to this because we did kind of, not on purpose, but he did kind of get thrown into... Wackiness. Yeah. Uh, I myself was kind of thrown into this. So imagine him. No. So, all like I, I love busting his balls, but he he. We do need to give him, you know, extended leash. You know, let him go out there and play a bit.
0: Yeah, but it's just a matter of sorry. It's just a matter of breaking the ice, right? Mm-hmm. And then just getting used to it. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, because you know, we talk a lot on the phone. Uh, you know, I call him very often to to bounce some ideas off him and everything. And I was at some point thinking should I just do a podcast without guests, right? Like maybe shorter episodes, like maybe 15, 20 minutes and just share a couple thoughts, whatever. I like that idea. It's not bad and it saves me the trouble of stressing if I'm going to have guests all the time and maybe that could allow me to bring the podcast to a weekly uh, kind of uh, production rather than uh, bi-weekly, bi-monthly. And I was talking to him and I was telling him, man, I just don't know if I'm comfortable talking by myself. So I totally get what you're uh, yeah. uh, what you're going through, but after the first
3: episode, uh, I was after the first actually after the first fifteen minutes, I felt fine after that, yeah. talking by myself. Yeah. So what do you and talk I'll about? search up stuff, uh, mainly stuff that I'm that you know that people know me for. Yeah.
2: He's interested in or whatever. Yeah. What, what do people know what, you? What for? do people
3: know you for? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, fucking hookers and shit. <laughs>
2: this is. A- you got out of politics for this, buddy. <laughs> this was this was the dream.
0: This is the dream. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, no, but now that you mentioned politics, I want to go back to how this whole, uh, whole thing started because I remember uh, meeting up with you at the end of 2018. I told you, you know, I'm interested to do something because I had so much more free time than I ever did before, uh, and you gave me a lot of uh, you know uh, a lot of ideas. You gave me some uh, stuff to look at and to think about, and w- which was great and it's been a fun year, honestly. I'm just having I'm just having fun with it, and I remember you telling me that, you know, early 2019 is gonna be a breakthrough year, right? It's gonna and you told me about the whole podcast with Mike Ward coming and how it's still undercover and we can't tell anybody and everything. Mm. Uh, I'm just telling everyone that you told me, and what that you, you weren't supposed to tell me. Look at this. But, guy I but uh, it's okay, <laughs> and that actually happened, and it's it's just the biggest thing. You know what I mean? And yeah. now um a couple months ago you were telling me oh yeah i can't go too much into details <laughs> but you know Mike Ward Bell Center it's going to be big this summer it's something's coming up and then just the other day was announced the tickets went up for sale today and things are just moving man
2: yeah it's a it's a, cause a good crew cuz i think mike even before m- meeting me uh, he had a good um, base around him like uh, his manager, Michelle, Yan, who takes care of the podcast a lot. And the people at the Bordel, they're all mm. very positive, very good people. So he was always surrounded by people that even if he – because, you know, I have a lot of crazy ideas. He's like me. Yeah. He'll say – even the Bell Center thing, you don't know how ridiculous. He does the same things I do. He, I think a day before something, he was like, you know would be cool? I want to do this show at the Bell Center. <laughs> And then he woke up the next day to a phone call. <laughs> Yo, you, would you is, like to do your show at the Bell crazy. Center? <laughs> so little things like that happen. And it, I think a lot has to do with that. He's So I take a lot from him. Like I see what he does, how positive he is um, and motivated. Like nothing, he's unstoppable. You know, he has his own fan base. He's So, you know, spending so much time with someone and um, being lucky enough to, to you to have a friend who has been through, like I, I get to see things through a different eye. I don't have to go through certain things because he's already done it. Right, so I get to learn from him, and also it's just we're just having fun. So the more fun we have, the more cool stuff keep coming. Obviously, it's fun. I don't think anybody doubts that for a second. But
0: the fact that you're uh, suddenly surrounded by people that are that have been professionals in this industry for so many years—they know the ins and outs, the tricks, yeah. what works, what doesn't work. Uh, you know, he has a successful podcast, and so do you. So obviously, you fed off some of that uh, some of that stuff as well. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just crazy how everything just kind of came together.
2: Yeah, I, well, I started doing a French podcast because of him, because he motivated me. I started mm. doing French comedy for him. So uh, I started a French podcast, and the first week, it was number four in Canada. So, <laughs> so it was, I get a lot of support from uh, but Quebec. A, but again, at the same time, because
0: of the work that you've done together, you've, uh, you've come to meet... All these other French comedians yeah. that already have their credibility, that have a certain notoriety in yeah. Quebec. So the fact that you not bring him on to a French podcast, even though it's a new podcast, they're very well known. Yeah, they're credible. So it just gives that boost to yeah. your um, to the podcast.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm not uh, bringing uh, just random, you know, grocers up there. How is it in French? Because I remember
0: having that conversation with you, and you're telling me, you know, I'm going to start doing French. And you were telling me how, you know, I haven't spoken French in so long. I yeah. haven't needed to speak French. not that you don't know how to speak French. It's just that you haven't needed to speak French. So obviously not using the language, it kind of, you know, goes on the back burner. Exactly. You don't really, you know. Yeah. Uh, how, and I think the first time you, you were, uh, you did the live one. Uh, at the Bordel, we did in the French. The
2: first time when I was speaking French again after so many years was a live podcast at the Bordel with yeah, Mike, which was a little weird with for you, me, right? Yeah. Then I did a second one with Guy Antel, which helped. But then I started listening to a lot of French podcasts because then uh, in October, Mike was like, uh, "Come open for me in Saint Jerome. We won't tell anyone. Just come open." And I was like, "Fuck! I don't know if <laughs> I can." Just putting you on yeah, the yeah. spot. He's <laughs> yeah, like, "No, oh, just come do it." You know. So I show up there, still not thinking properly, but it was like a huge. You were there that night. It was like a huge theater. There's like a thousand people or something. So I was like, Jesus Christ, like, this is the place to fail. Like, this is how you're going to bomb. But it went well. Nobody minds the accent because I I still speak the language properly, so they understand me. And I think they find it a little charming that they're like, ah, this fucking guy talks funny. So uh, it helped. And then I was just super motivated after that because they they showed me, like, the Quebecois people, the French, a lot of support. Mm. A lot of support. So I'm like, you know what? Why do you think that is? Uh, Well, I'm from here, right? Like, my mother explained this to me uh when she was giving me a she, she explained this to me, she was giving me a speech because uh, when i first did the french podcast someone had left a comment because mike was telling them how funny i am in english he's yeah. like this guy's one of the best comedians so someone had i guess he's not a uh, bilingual he said something i remember if it was janabro if it was on patreon if it was on youtube that i read it but uh, he it was something along the lines of well he's from here but he's doing comedy for Americans, you know, because you guys, I think we've just gone back from New York or LA or whatever yeah. it was. He's like, you guys are doing comedy. Why is he doing it for the Americans and not for us if he's from here? And uh, my mother had asked me, How did the French show go? And I told her, oh, I was on the podcast, it was French, and I told her about that comment. And then she's like, Yeah, he has a point. He's right. You, you don't belong to the Americans. You belong to, to the Quebecers. You're, you're from here. Yeah. He's 100% right. Yeah. And then as soon as she said it, you know, it started to like, I was like, Oh, she does have a point. She's like, Yeah, 100%. Of course they're going to feel like that. But see, that's also our curse, right? Because we're born. Uh,
0: from immigrant parents mm-hmm. so in our minds we're canadian we have greek parents so w- we've had and i don't want to generalize this but in general uh, you know we felt kind of off with you know the french crowd yeah the, the, the whole the- canadian thing because you're thinking i'm greek right and yeah. uh, i never felt canadian i always felt greek and then when you travel let's say for example when you go to greece yeah you're not greek you're that little Canadian guy that's traveling and visiting.
2: That might yeah. be you and this guy, so. sir. I'm, I'm a Greek guy when I travel <laughs> yeah. to Greece, but, but, but I'm Canadian whenever I'm in the states, nobody takes me seriously.
0: <laughs> but it's like we're always like in this gray zone, floating. Yeah, you like, right. What the and hell are we? we? Yeah,
2: you know? yeah. And but but I do have you. You two, I think you have the same thing because we're born here. Um, we still have more of a like a connection, affinity for Quebec and Montreal more so than we would Canada as a whole. It's just the way it is, right? We love Canada, but I haven't I haven't traveled past Ontario. There you go. Yeah, this is your home. This is your home. So that kind of also motivated me. I was like, you know what? It's true. I was born here. I was raised here. And my art that I like to do, that I like to give people, that people in other countries are getting to enjoy, the people next to me, my neighbors, you know, uh, hypothetically, aren't getting to enjoy it. Yeah. And all I have to do is get over my uh, fear of having an accent or whatever, just get back to speaking it. I think it'll work because um, most of the French comics that I see here don't write jokes the same way I do, the same way Mike does. I do it in a very American style, mm-hmm. so does Mike. Yeah. That's why I thought it would work. I thought it works for Mike, and because he, he writes like the the if you look in if you look at documentaries of how the best people in the states were doing it, the biggest con- they have the same mindset as Mike. He brought that to the table yeah. here in French, which they didn't have. Here was more of like a one man even in France. It used to be like a one man show type of thing. It's very different, more theatrical. Whereas us, it's very, you know, hide the punchline. Say, so, oh, I can't believe you just said that. Where'd that come from? I didn't see it. They're all, you know, hooks. Yeah, yeah. It's not like an elaborate show. Like, look at me, and this is a fancy way of telling you. No, no, no. It's just, let me trick you into feeling safe, and then hit you with a crazy joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, if it works for me, it might work for me. And so far, it is. They, they like it. They like the different style. They like the the accent. It doesn't bother them at all. Yeah. And they're super supportive. Like, you couldn't, it's like your home crowd. It feels like I'm playing hockey at home. You know, it's
0: because it's it's almost as though they're welcoming you, right, yeah. in the family. It's like, yeah, okay, exactly. look, you're you're making the effort. We can understand you. You're funny. You're associated to one of the best comedians that we have over here. Uh, welcome on board. <laughs> you know, welcome board. Yeah, the aboard, welcome board. That's you
2: exactly know? what it is. They they make me feel even the comics. A lot of the comics are doing the same on the French scene. They're being super nice to me, very welcoming, like but genuinely. Would you? But would you be?
0: Would you have been able to do this had you not started this whole partnership uh, Mike, and this relationship with Mike? I don't
2: think I would have wanted to. I don't think I would have wanted to because I wouldn't have known. I, I would have always had that idea in my head that it wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. Which I thought that till thirty seconds before I got on stage at that time with, with him. Um, until you tried, you don't really know. I just yeah. assumed, ah, oh, they're not going to like it. The accent is going to bother them. And then it was like, man, you got to shut up about your accent because it doesn't bother anyone. Yeah. Mm. Just we like the jokes.
0: But there's this, uh, what's his name? Uh, there's this African uh, French.
2: Basket mouth? That's <laughs> oh, uh, no, another one. What's his one. name? It's an inside um, joke with my. <laughs> oh,
1: okay.
0: uh, Is it boucard Dieu or something like that? I can't remember. He's a, he, I've seen him. He's a, he's a really tall b- black guy. And he speaks like, you know he's African, right? Yeah. And they love him. I mean, the guy, he's funny. Like, this guy is really, really... He's from here? From Quebec? No, oh, he's in Quebec. He lives here now, but he's originally from Africa. Okay. And he speaks French, so I guess... Okay, so what you're saying is he's got a bit he, of an oh accent. Oh, my God, yeah.
2: I don't know. I think it's because I was nervous I think it's Bucard, yeah. about them... Seeing me more, even though my accent in French isn't an English accent, you you know my accent in French is more of a, a Greek guy speaking French. It's not; it doesn't sound like an English guy. I don't. I don't think so either. It's just. I don't have that. It's so, like this
0: Eastern European. Yeah. <laughs> that went to like French class, like yeah, there's, after there's after school. hundred uh, <laughs> percent boat refugee
2: is my my accent in French, but. So I was nervous about that, but I think if I had the English heavy one, it might have been a bit tougher. But I don't even like the, you know, the English heavy, one, like "Bonjour, tout le That like, ugh, that is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like so no, if I had that and there. it hated me, yeah, I don't. would understand. You're not there. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I hate me too. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't have that. I speak the language properly, just that I have an accent. Yeah, but I don't, I don't mix up like the le la often. Yeah, uh, I retained a good amount of the information. But,
0: but. Your English too doesn't have an accent. It's funny because we were talking about this the other day when we co- yeah. when, when I was talking to you, we come from a little neighborhood where for some reason we sound ghetto, man. Yeah, like especially
2: we- this idiot.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> I was talking this guy on the phone. I was like, you know, like Poseidon talks, and I can, I know exactly. You know what like, street he grew up yeah, on. Yeah, I'm like, okay, that has to be. It has to be like between Outremont and Curbs, uh, you know, between Saint Rock and Danvers. Like you know, (laughs) you're like, you're like, it's gotta be around there. (laughs) We have this retarded little
2: gangster, and and it's it's not it's not that it's a it's just every I've noted there's subcultures in every city, Mm. and even here we have these multiple ones. Like I can tell when someone is from Saint Leonard. Mm. uh, Even Brossard, believe it or not, has its own. Accent like the Anglo accent. Yeah, and until I got out and I started speaking to other people, and I think also the movies I watched, I, I realized I don't really unless I'm in the the heat of the moment and I'm talking to him or someone and it and it comes out. I generally don't have that accent, yeah. but that confuses people because they don't know what my accent is. Yeah. So I know that I have some type of accent. It's not Canadian. I don't sound like a, ca- a Canadian. Their bud. Uh, I, don't, I don't sound like that. I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. It's like a mix of, uh, of an American accent and a Montreal accent. I don't know what it is. Mm.
0: Because it's true. You can identify. Like, you hear someone from Westmount. You're like, okay, you're, you're yeah. from Westmount. Uh, the West Island, too. They're pretty mm. easily, uh, you know, you can uh, you can pinpoint them quite easily. Laval. Well, Laval, yeah, Yeah. course. But Laval falls into the same category like the Greeks in Parkex, I yeah. think.
2: Own subculture? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, everything, like a, every neighborhood has its own, and it's weird to go into neighborhoods that you grew up around, but you never went into, yeah. and then you start seeing the people there, and you're like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I expected. <laughs> Does it ever happen to you? Yes. But I know that I don't have an accent for regular people because I even got my my agent reached out to me to do a voiceover. Check out it was for a it's a, for a beer commercial, and they said we want uh, English speaker, no Canadian, no Quebec, no accent. So they gave it. So I was one of the people that they're they're auditioning for. So I'm like, oh, that's nice that the rest of the people don't hear uh, like a Canadian or a Quebec accent from me. But you know what's,
0: you know what's funny though, you don't hear yourself. When you like, it's in weird my head. I have a crazy accent. No, see, me it's the opposite. When you're talking, you don't really identify this, but when you listen to yourself, like in a recording or anything else, yeah. you're like, "Oh my god, that's me! How, that's how do I speak like that?" Yeah. yeah, I remember. I remember during the campaign, they sent me to do um, this radio commercial. <laughs> so they wanted a, an angle or whatever. So I went. I recorded, and then they played it back. Who's that man? I was like. God, man, this Parkex thing just doesn't want to drop off. Oh,
2: was it heavy? Yeah, man. But now it's gone. I'm like, okay, guys, I, I need to do that again. There's yeah. no way that is playing <laughs> on Quebec radio. We okay, all got, think, we we think George is being hard himself, <laughs> but you play a version of that. He's like, yo, what's up, guys? Let me tell you about fucking uh, voting, right? Breeze, don't forget to vote on the, on the first. Bro, <laughs> just pick everyone <laughs> you, you know. Take vote. your East Bay, bring your Mies down here. We got to vote. <laughs> me,
3: it happens, <laughs> uh, it happens at work. Where I'll speak professionally, and then I'm like, ah, don't worry about it at the end. And then I see the person's face. Don't worry face. about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> where, like, where did this guy come from? Hey, don't worry about, about it. it. And they're like, they're like shocked. They're like, what just, what
3: just? Sir, happened? what's
2: in the trunk of that car? <laughs> Stop asking questions, bro.
0: Uh, here's what I love uh, about what you guys have done, and we've and we've spoken about this. And I don't know if it was intentional, but I remember when you started the podcast with Mike Ward. It was just the two of you. And, you know, obviously, like, it starts kind of slowly, even though my court, I mean, is well known. And then the fact that they brought you on, personally, I'm addicted just because, and I don't know if you've done it intentionally, it's, as if you've created like this mini series with this character development and all these things happening and everyone kind of evolves in their own way and collectively. And it's like watching a TV show. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, what's going to happen this week on two drink minimum, you know? And I don't know if you've done that intentionally or if if you guys just kind of meshed in that beautifully together that it gives out this impression. But that's how I see it.
2: Well, like I said, it's, 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 it makes – trust me, working with Mike makes shit a lot easier because he – in the beginning, we had trouble getting – we were getting all the good guests you want, right? We can we can get anyone on the show here in Montreal. The problem is the pool in Montreal isn't that big. So we were faced with a decision early on. We go, if this is a guest-driven podcast, we're going to run out of guests fast. Yeah. Guests that we want to bring on, Sorry. Because you could bring on whoever you want, right? Yeah. But for it to be entertaining. Then we started uh, reaching down to bring guests that we were just interested in, like friends of ours, uh, that were in the industry. And a lot of people were scared. Like Why? we'd say a joke, and they'd be like, oh, that might be a little too far. And a lot of that, stuff, yeah. even from comics, certain yeah. comedians. Yeah. So then Mike's like, god damn, this is getting weird now. Because now we look like psychopaths. Because there's a guy sitting in the corner and being like, oh, that's offensive. Who says that? <laughs> so like, shit. This sh- and the show was started to peak. It started to get bigger and bigger. And then I forgot how I t- I brought it up to Mike. I go, I know a retarded person that we could bring on the show. <laughs> he's and not medicated yeah, yeah. <laughs> yet. He said no, but his boyfriend agreed. And no, but when I when I was when I was explaining Poseidon, I go, you know, he's he's a wacky some bitch, but he's he's a super good kid. He's got a huge heart. Hmm. He's wacky, he's he's not dumb, he's misinformed. Like all jokes aside, the biggest problem with Poseidon is not stupidity. I like to call him stupid because my friend. If anybody else calls him, we don't accept this. But he's just misinformed he doesn't know basic things he doesn't know shows that everybody would know he doesn't know uh common things that you should do out in society that normal people, he just doesn't know it for some reason it's like he was uh, he grew up in some kind just of a dropped on the planet yeah it's like he was in a bunker his parents thought that the world war was coming so they had him in a bunker for all these well, years you've met my father yes so <laughs> it, it's just little things he doesn't know like he wouldn't know we had to introduce him to Andrew Dice Clay to anything you want. Yeah, just just,
0: but that, that, look, just to play devil's advocate, I yeah. mean, you're taking a guy, and I look at myself too, I'm... I follow comedy. I like comedy, yeah. but I'm not in comedy. So I don't know the people that you know. I don't know the comics that you know. I don't know the skits they've done. I don't know that stuff. Okay, so, I mean, you can't blame the guy for not knowing who Andrew Dice Clay okay. is. Especially that fair. You know, by the time that he was like 10, 12, 13 years old, you know, Andrew Dice Clay was done. Keep, like, keep
2: talking know. shit, George. But, look, <laughs> but also, the, no, no, you, the that, that fair? You know, there, there was no more tapes. Uh, that I, is mean, a- I
0: remember the Dice Clay uh, the
2: tapes. That, You're 100% right. However, I'm just, I just use him as an example because he's going to be here in the summer. Uh, and it came into my mind. But from everything to that, to Pulp Fiction, to regular shows that every kid grew up with that he didn't know existed, not I've heard of. Th- that's and then, crazy, though. So and, and it comes, it happens often on the show. Where we'll, me and Mike will be talking about something, and then it'll be silence. And then we'll look at each other be like, wait a second. What so is we he look, doing? So, <sighs> you you can see that really he's was... thinking. Yeah. So, <laughs> His y- brain is working. So you've heard of the band Queen, right? And then he'll be like, well, I know there's one in in England, but I don't I don't know that she had a whole group, you know. So, <laughs> so like little things like <laughs> Were that. Were they will like happen. an all girls
0: band? What, what yeah, but it's not a
2: stupid because it's not a two plus two is eight. It's none of that. It's just misinformed on all kinds of stuff in yeah. society, mm-hmm. and that's why he's like this. He'll come off as dumb because people are like ah oh, everybody knows that he just doesn't. Mm-hmm. So that also works to our So family. is that a real example? You didn't know who Queen was? I think Queen. He didn't know who he was uh, know the, know the first time was. we mentioned. I, yeah. I think I still don't know. He still doesn't fully... No, but I'm,
0: I'm, You've heard songs. You probably don't know it's Queen. He just Queen. doesn't know. Yeah, that's why I tell him he doesn't... But he, I'm like, We Will
2: Rock You and... Oh, but he... Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, that's. But there's movies, classic films that he's never even heard of. Yeah. And I don't mean classic films like Humphrey Bogart. I'll mean like big Hollywood blockbusters. Look,
0: that I don't blame the guy because my wife has no clue about movies either.
2: But your wife is a busy lady. Yeah. He's yeah. doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a, but anyway, so me and Mike had that issue. So I, I brought him along and, and Mike, to his credit... He's like, let's test this out. Let's see if a mm. regular civilian could be on the show, <laughs> and then it became uh, regular. regular. It became kind of a whack pack thing because it's like, how far can we take? Because me and Mike like to bully people, so we're like, how far can we take the bullying? And we started bullying him relentlessly. And the good thing about Poseidon is he was bullied a lot, so he is used to getting he has bullied. A hard shell. Nothing he has a hard shell. It, yeah. Someone else right now would have snapped. On us, mm. like remember, he shit his pants for like three thousand dollars on camera. <laughs> I saw so that. yeah, <laughs> so so someone else would have murdered me and Mike, or me or Mike. You don't know. You might prefer to one of us. Uh, it could have gone sour a long time ago with anyone else. It takes a special kind of person to be able to be the butt of the joke, but also to be in the joke and understand yeah. it. It because some people. They can't be both. They can't be the butt of the joke and be part of the joke. Yeah. You know, they'll be and they'll just be angry and but he, even if he's the butt of the joke, he'll laugh. He he still gets the joke. He's still into it. Which is you can't make that. It's either the person's like that or they're yeah. not. Yeah. So that helped us out because then we didn't need a guest every week. We talk about our lives and his and it's very different. And uh when we bring a guest, it's just an added bonus. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, that, that, that's uh, that's definitely, like, it's what I told you. I mean, it's so much less stressful to, to not have to think about who to bring on. But again, the fact that this happened, and I'm guessing from what you're saying, it was completely unintentional. No, it was organic. Yeah. But yeah, like the, the fact that everything just merged and uh, meshed so beautifully together where it's like all these dynamics uh, kind of evolving. Uh, honestly, to me, it's like a show. It's well a, it is. It's a you know, it's not like a like a podcast, okay. Let's see what they're gonna talk about. Like for me it's like, okay, let's tune in. You know, like tune in next week.
2: <laughs> yeah, well we have a very I, I can't it'll ruin the joke because he doesn't know it yet, but we have a very special um um uh, message from a celebrity for him that was sent in. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. What? And it was
3: specifically for uh, me. Oh
2: yeah, it's specifically for you and to you and we're gonna uh, show I'm it a, live on the show on Tuesday. I'm <laughs> excited but I'm also a little nervous. You should be. Because uh, there's footage that whatever I'm not gonna say. There's footage that escaped uh, Poseidon that he still doesn't know that is out in the wild, and it is very compromising. <laughs> yeah. Is uh. Try
0: to think, man. What did you do again?
2: Oh, now we're gonna stress him out for three days. He's gonna be stressed. <laughs> he just
0: see what he just did there. Yeah. He just he just put that over there and yeah, he's yeah. Just, I just left we'll that just out hold there. Hold
3: on, I'm breathing heavy. Just I know. Put that out there. We can feel it. Wha- what did I do? He uh, won't sleep I've for the whole He
2: Screwed up his whole weekend. I'm, I'm a good guy like that. <laughs> <You> so <laughs> next question, George. Wait, did I do something bad? Uh, it's not uh, yeah, it's yeah, actually it's bad. In most countries it's bad, yeah. <laughs> In most countries. In Mongolia, surprisingly, not even an issue. <laughs> I found out, yeah. He's trying to dude, he's messing with you, man. Don't worry about it. Wait until Are you Tuesday. Messing with me?
3: Just wait until no.
0: Tuesday and you'll find out. Yeah, it's wait okay. till Tuesday, you'll find out. I can't now. <laughs> Just, 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 you ruined me, bro. <laughs> just get excited to see which celebrity is gonna, oh no, is gonna have a message for you. So, one of his favorites,
2: <laughs> anywho. What?
0: So, George, it's funny mm. though, it's funny how the universe works because the, the whole thing with a French uh, with a French podcast, I remember how it happened, <laughs> and uh, because you called me at the exact moment where I was thinking, uh, I, I, I should I be doing a French episode, should I? And like five minutes later, this guy calls, yelling, and he's like, "Bro, uh, <laughs> guess what I'm doing?" I'm like, "What's going on?" He goes, "I'm doing a French podcast." I'm like, "Are you kidding me, now, man?" He goes, "Yeah, what's going on?" I'm like, "I just got off the phone with someone that asked me to have someone. Well, actually, he—it's he, the last episode. It's uh, Alexandre Cusson. He's the—he's in—he's the, a candidate for the leadership of the Liberal Party, and they're asking me, if, you know, if I'd be okay to do it in French. And I was like, you know what? And I told you do it." Yeah, and I was thinking, and and uh, you know, th- this for me is going to be like a very experimental year. Uh, you know, I'm I'm going to try different things. I, I want to bring... spice f- it up. And French is obviously one of them because you know, in the beginning, this is what I was telling you. In the beginning, I thought, look, let me just go where the biggest audience is, and India. Uh, <laughs> Let me fly there No, but like, you know, your, your biggest audience is obviously English, right? So naturally you're thinking my podcast is going to be in English I can reach the most people possible
2: Well, no, not if you're talking about local politics Yeah L- so, Locally, whether are the minority
0: But see, that's where everything kicked in And, you know, because of you and the collaboration you have with Mike And I started listening to some of his stuff And I thought, you know, look, this guy has the number one French comedy podcast Obviously French isn't the most spoken language in the world But he's spoken a
2: lot He's well, number one in in, in, in so there's uh, obviously Quebec, there's Canada. No, He's, no, I'm
0: talking about in terms of languages. Like if you go online and you, you know, yeah, but I'm
2: saying in Belgium they're listening to him. Yeah, in France, yeah, in these African countries.
0: Yeah, exactly. You take the countries where French is spoken is obviously much less than the countries where English is spoken, right? My so, English
2: podcast is number thirty in Sweden last week. <laughs> well, they speak
0: English. That's why so yeah. English is much. I'm it, just it, saying that you can spoken. reach. But what I what I what I'm what I'm trying to say is that he narrowed down the audience and just made sure to win the biggest percentage of people in that audience yeah. right so it's 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 smart obviously Well, it's also yeah.
2: it's a language he speaks naturally yeah, right obviously. so it's not for him it's not a leap and both languages he he speaks them both yeah. so. and and
0: it makes sense because you know the, the podcast that I have and the kind of people that I'm bringing, a lot of them are French, right? So yeah. this whole first year, I was like, okay, this guy probably doesn't speak English. Forget it. No, no, no. Like all these people, like I excluded You missed
2: out on, on all Well, kinds I of missed
0: out. I mean, I can always call them now, you know? Do you
2: want to call them now? Now that you've
0: made it, yeah, made it. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, but no, it's not. It's not a big. It's not a big problem. Uh, now the question is: the people that are bilingual. Yeah. Do you do it in French or do you do it in English? Right. Uh-huh. So it's just a matter of finding. I would what do
2: whatever they're most comfortable. Yeah.
0: Look, I started. The, it was the first episode. It went up. Uh, it went up this week, so it went well. Uh, you know, obviously, there's a lot of visibility because of what they're involved in right now.
2: This guy wants to be the leader of the Quebec Liberal
0: Party. There's a a leadership race right now in Quebec.
2: They call it a race, but it's more of a duel, no?
0: Well, because there's only two.
2: But But also because they're not really racing to something. They're fighting each other.
0: Yeah. So the match, what do you want? A leadership match?
2: Yeah, because the leadership race makes it sound nicer than what it is. In reality, they're both there talking to private investigators like, does this guy go to hookers? (laughs) Like, that's what it really is. (laughs) Let's find some dirt, right? Yeah, that's what it really
0: is. Uh, No, but it's funny how things work because I had sent, uh, after I got that request, obviously said, yeah, I'll do it for sure. I'm going to do it. I didn't want to get that political with a podcast, but because I've brought other politicians and other uh, or former politicians, I thought, you know what, whatever. Uh, you know, it's it's two people. I'll do it, you know? But I didn't want to do one, not the other. I didn't want to be seen as though I was taking any side. So as soon well, as. Well, you
2: are. You're taking a side.
0: Not really, no. Not no? yet,
2: at least. Uh,
1: so what do you want to ask us about uh, comedy tell, and such?
0: Yeah, no, uh, tell me, uh, Poseidon, how. Because you just happened to be parachuted, man, in this whole universe, right? I mean, I don't know, and I don't know how this friendship came about.
2: Uh, I was—he was foisted onto me. Yeah, <laughs> he was what? Uh, foisted. foisted. I was foisted in. Yeah. He, uh, my buddy Chris Legacy, who inherited him when they were young, was his best friend <laughs> growing up. Um, One day we were playing hockey on the he same got team. You at an auction? Yeah, and then he tricked me <laughs> into hanging. He, fo- he gets foisted, right? It's like, you know, you try to get rid of this person because you don't want them in your life. Yeah. So he gave him to me, and then I kind of got stuck with him. And then I felt a little bad because I noticed, like, he's not a bad guy. He's just a little a little slow or something. Uh, and then I was trying to teach him stuff, and then I would get frustrated because he wouldn't <laughs> learn quick. Um, But then I was like, well, I can't leave him on his own. He starve to death. Uh, <laughs> so I took him under my wing. And then he was just—he became part of the furniture. He was just around all the time, and then um, he became, I guess, my slave. What? I mean, there's no chains, but uh... <laughs> you know, I don't let him vote. I don't. I make That's a true. point. He doesn't. <laughs> he said, "Who should I vote for?" So you're not allowed. No, but
0: th- think, think of think of like your evolution <laughs> into this whole environment where... It is crazy. You meet a couple guys. You're like, hey, what do you guys do, bro? Uh, What do you guys (laughs) do for fun? You're like, hey, you want to come on the podcast? He's like, what the fuck is a podcast? Yeah. And then just a bunch of guys sitting around microphones there talking, saying whatever they want. Then suddenly... You're, you're rubbing shoulders with some of Quebec and, and Canada's and, and top America, comedians been, and American
2: comedians. I mean, he came with us when we were at uh, Joe Rogan, so he, oh. he got to meet people at the oh, comedy store. Yeah, yeah he, okay. we've, we've uh, Mike flew him down because he's like, this is a big event. So this is the comedy store. I mean, when he got robbed by that prostitute, <laughs> he, he then came to complain at the store, and all these comedians that he would watch on Netflix – that he's normally he's like oh my god I get to meet them they were all just making fun of him they're yeah. like this is the guy I'm like that's the guy and I'm like you fucking idiot how did they pepper spray you and and they're asking <laughs> him all the questions about the prostitute and he's just like oh I saw you guys on TV and now you're all ripping me what is happening like he's trying to grasp in his head like a day ago I was watching you like through a screen and now you're making fun of me now you're making fun of <laughs> yeah. me so it was great for me and Mike but he was uh, it was traumatic for him well in the moment I was very upset yeah because he was because he had just gotten robbed <laughs> of his hard-earned dollars and. But, but
0: wait, wait. How, how long has it been like, since you guys have known each other or that uh, that you've been sort of part of
1: the podcast? I was podcast? 21. <laughs> a month? <laughs> <It's like laughs> about a
2: month. Uh, you were 21? What does that tell us? How old are you now?
3: I'm uh, 38. No, it's a joke. Uh,
2: he looks divorced, though. Admit it. Eh? <laughs> how, how old are you now? 26. I'm about to be 26. So I know you for five years, six years. Yeah, five to six years. Yeah. Wow. Time flies, bro. It feels longer, though. Yeah. He's yeah. draining. <laughs> um but yeah. were you were you
0: at all expecting or well, i mean you weren't even expecting it i mean you, you had a you know you you had a podcast you're having fun you're doing it I mean, i've turned they,
2: into one of the greatest living comedians of all time so yeah it's great but you having been part of it like how,
0: how does all this process it's been very fun i'm not gonna lie because again sorry to interrupt you you have no connection with comedy <laughs> You have no idea what podcast... I didn't even have a clue what podcasting was until I met you like uh, 2007, seven, eight, yeah. whatever it was. Uh, so you're completely disconnected from all of this and then you just find and yourself... And the rest of reality. You, <laughs> you find yourself in one of the most successful podcasts.
2: Not just that he finds himself because we bring him everywhere. So like even last year, it just Flash was funny. He had fifteen passes around his neck because we <laughs> gave him. He had every pass imaginable just around his neck. So he could get in everywhere, and he's at all these parties, like the Netflix party, and he's he he's eating sandwiches, pushing people, not knowing he's pushing well, a listers. And I am dying of laughter Like, you know, like Jeff Ross is trying to get a drink And then he's like, bro, hold on, bro Yeah, can I get Like, just doesn't give a fuck move, move over. And then they're all like, what the fuck's happening And it makes me and Mike die Because he's not doing it to be funny He's oblivious to who's around him so it's just for me and him, it's great. And then we have like our like even um so like when, a couple of years ago we got to meet and we became friends with Nick Swartz. Yeah. And he's he's an actor, he's a comedian. He's a yeah. lot. So even Nick Swartzon, who's been around, he's seen a
0: lot. Okay. He's in every Sandler movie. He's in every he's seen a
2: lot. Even he was like, What is what is happening here? Who is this fucking person with you guys? So but in a good way, you know, he got to know him and, and yeah. it's just so funny to him. But even he was like what is that? I don't understand what the relationship is here. Who is this guy? You know he's not a comic. Yeah. He's not he's there. He takes abuse, you know. Uh, but he's always ready to kill someone if they look at you crooked. Because uh, he, he was head of security that year at, for us, at head of security, lot, yeah. just making up titles. for yeah, just, made, just that's the best because he would tell people, "Look, I'm Mike Ward's head of security," and then people would be like, "Shit, head of security! How many security guys does Mike Ward have? God <laughs> oh, damn! <laughs> where are they? Are they yeah, They're yeah. undercover?" And <laughs> whenever we'd need something, we're like, "Because I got to take care of this," so he'd push people, "Oh, I'm, okay, bro, get out of here. Okay, okay, I need, I need two gins, <laughs> bro, bro. I'm from Park X, bro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Well, that's where that line started. It was that summer. It was two summers ago during Just for Laughs. It started." Because um, I said it as a joke, for, I remember why I said it. But me and Mike were joking about that, and Mike got into a fight with some of the Netflix people there because they allowed these French joke thieves from France. Oh yeah, I heard that uh, true. At his yeah. club, and then he met the Netflix woman there, who was gonna give this guy like it was like a few million dollars a special. Yeah. And Mike's freaking out. They're like, "Oh, you're too aggressive. You kick the guy out of your club." And Mike would start telling them he's holding a, a champagne. He's like, "The problem is not me for saying the truth. It's you guys for allowing joke thieves to steal other people's jokes and then make money off it and not pay the original people." And so he's yelling. He goes, "Man, I don't play that shit. You think this is Doctor? Uh, you think this is like West Coast?" so that's what you think uh, if, if this guy is Dr. Dre said or something he goes uh, I'm, I'm, t- I'm Snoop Dogg unkillable you know they saw me and then he threw his glass and he's like I'm from Park Ex because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we kept saying it the whole thing yeah. so then he's like I don't know if she understood what the fuck I was talking about but everybody got nervous because I threw my <laughs> champagne glass down uh, and it was carpet so it didn't break it just bounced <laughs> no so it was a weird <laughs> the glass yeah, didn't it, even break no it didn't break so it didn't have the same effect you wanted but the fact that Mike was yelling about joke thievery And then it became a thing, the I'm from Park Expo, and I wore that shirt when I went to Rogan. I wore the I'm from Park Expo (laughs) shirt just to fuck around. But um, it it is sometimes it's strange. I'll I'll tell him, like I'll send him a text. Something will happen, and he'll hear an announcement that we're gonna do something crazy, and then he'll be like, "Dude, this is insane." And then I'll write, I'll be like, "I'm from Park Expo," like something. Even when I went number four in Canada, or all that, all the crazy shit that's happening. Like I wrote a movie this year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, okay. I wrote an actual, like, there was a, a, a oh, script yeah. that came my way. Um, they just wanted me to punch it up, like, to put some jokes in it. It's a Hollywood thing. And I was like, oh, I'll put jokes. And I started reading it, and it was garbage. <laughs> it was one of the worst things I've ever read in my life. So I tell uh, the guy who's kind of like my manager now, too, this cool, cool dude who hooked me up, I go, um, all right, I'll take a look at it. And I sent him back three days later a completely redone script, mm, like man. a full thing. So first, like, why is this, like, five pages longer? He's like, is this a different script? I was like, yeah, I rewrote it. And he's like, oh, they're going to get insulted. You can't do that. It's going to be very bad. And I go, look, here's the deal. Send it to them. If they do get insulted, because what they gave me was hot garbage, if they don't like this version, I'll punch it up for free. I'll just write jokes for them. It'll be good. So he sends it in. Then they get back to him like, who the fuck wrote this in two days? I was like, oh, this comedian. Like this is fucking great. This works now. This is a fucking script finally. So he's like, "What the fuck? They liked it, you know? They they want to." Yeah, this is a uh, movie. This is a movie that's gonna get made. A romantic comedy. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. So I root the fuck out of that. Yeah, I can't wait. I like some of the actors attached to it that yeah. I got to see are uh, like people. You know, no. Like it's like a, it's like yeah. a real film. Yeah. So I can't wait to see my name on the screen. Like you know, writ, the whole written by or whatever the fuck. Are so you gonna go with your full name or just your? No, name? I'm Pantelis. That's me. Because nobody can say my full name. That's the yeah. only. People think I'm being mysterious. That's another uh, mistake people make. No. He's being mysterious. No. He's being nice because when I first started doing comedy, <laughs> I'm making you a favor. Yeah, I had my full name. <laughs> you and don't then need to pronounce my name. <laughs> Pantelis, Pallide, and they were all like butchering it. And then someone's like, can you stop pretending that there's like 50 of you? You're the only comedian named Pantelis. Just stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need the last name. They're not going to confuse you. So then I started using my just my first name and it works better. It's it's nicer to see. Yeah. Um, and yeah, now it became like a like a thing. Yeah. So so you're seeing all this happening, okay? Yeah.
0: Like, h- I just want to see, like, from your perspective, how does all this thing kind of process in your mind?
3: It's, um, like I said, I've been having a blast, but
2: sometimes I'll panic. Yeah, he'll get nervous. He won't he'll lose sleep. He'll overthink shit. But now. why yeah. do you panic? Like, it has because nothing to do with you, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but it kind of has, his whole life now is, if I make it, he makes it, Yeah. You know, right? And also, sometimes,
3: like, I say absurd shit, right? And, like... Sometimes I'll hear my—I I forget that I say them because I talk a lot of shit, and uh, <laughs> it just comes out. Yeah, yeah. and then <laughs> I can't control then, it. And then like, and then like, and then I'll hear myself say that. And I go, "Oh my god, I can't believe I fucking said that. That's insane." And then I'll panic over that. Or like when I had, um, when I had uh, shot myself for the, <laughs> the I w- <laughs> like, at first I was like, "Ah, whatever." But then there was one night I remember. I was like, "What did I do?" That's that's on the internet forever. <laughs>
1: What did I just do?
3: Here's the thing, though. I can't believe I fucking did that.
2: But be honest. Would you have ever thought five years ago, one day, (laughs) I'm going to make money taking a shit on myself? Never. Never. (laughs) Never. That's why I've opened these doors for you. (laughs) I've created opportunity. The opportunity of shitting yourself. (laughs) For cash. (laughs) For cash, yeah. How much did you make that day? Two G's. Let me ask you a question. $2,000. When was the last time you got paid to take a shit, buddy? Never. (laughs) He made it, dude. I he's, can't. He's I, ascended. I, I I can't
0: even take a shit quietly, like, yeah. You go take a shit. The door knocks. The, it slides open. Your kids yeah. walk in like nothing's happening. You know. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's true. You have a oh god, it's true. You have a whole
0: family now. But, but uh, I'll just brush my teeth. I'm like, okay, uh, don't mind me. I'm just shitting here. <laughs>
2: could, could you, you know? imagine me
3: having uh, a family? I just hope like, to God that never happened. Do you, do happened, you huh? imagine yourself having a family? No, yeah.
2: oh. no. Why? You guys are allowed not to get married here. <laughs> you could adopt kids. It's fine. It's not an issue, no. You a, you're a politics guy. He's allowed, he no. Doesn't stop ripping yeah.
3: me on, on with the gay jokes, but it's incredible. Oh, I meant I meant mongoloids.
1: Too, oh, like. fuck. <laughs> 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 T-
0: but but we don't euthanize you anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're safe now. Yeah. Um. But tell me, um, uh, what did I want to say? Uh. Yeah, the the, the growth that, that, that the podcast has had. I mean, people are starting to recognize you now. Um, are you eventually going to... Well, see, now you're doing your live streams. Are you eventually thinking of kind of branching out and potentially just doing your own thing?
2: Like, what do you mean, live streams? and podcasts? No, no, like just not, not, just not being with us. Like, le- leave me and Mike alone. Like the Poseidon show, career. the Poseidon podcast well, I, I, or whatever.
3: Uh, I've always wanted to be an actor since I'm a kid. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping this will lead open that door for
2: me. It might. I mean, it might. I, I'm, I'm working on some, some stuff right now Yeah, yeah. that uh, might open up some doors for certain people. No. Uh, because I like, I hook up all the people around me first whenever I can because yeah. that's what Mike does. Mm-hmm. So I take uh, cu- my cues from him. Mm. Um, there's some stuff that, that I'm working on now. Let's see if they go through. Look, I have some big deals cooking. Like a lot of my ideas that I had from years ago that I didn't have access to the people to get it done. Yeah. Movie ideas, documentaries, all yeah. that. Now I actually have mm. People that want to work with me.
0: But that's not so bad. I remember when we did the, the pilot, mm. uh, when we filmed that yeah, pilot, and you were there. And, yeah. uh, you were there. That, that was fun,
2: man. It was, all, Dude, the only reason why I even started a Patreon is because people wouldn't stop harassing me about making the series. Yeah. And the series, as you know, cost a lot of money. I yeah. learned when I did the pilot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and time.
0: And you were lucky because you had a bunch of friends that were just that were willing to
2: do it. Yeah. So then I said, look, if I'm going to do it now, I have to do it properly. I got to pay everyone. And it's going to take some time. Yeah.
0: That's in the works, though. It's like it's. it's, Well, look, I started the
2: Patreon. If there's a thousand patrons a month, I could definitely uh, afford to do it. I could definitely afford everything, the equipment, paying the people, this and that, without it coming out of my my wallet. Um, Even if I don't get to five thousand, if there's enough and, you know. Well, I'm still probably gonna try to get it done because everybody's been asking for it. Now it's more of a matter of time because I am doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. A lot with the English, the French, the podcast, the stand up, the writing. It's um and I'm working on some pretty big stuff. Like, it's crazy that all
0: of that happened in one year, right? Yeah. I mean, your podcast just explodes. You create a brand new one with Mike Ward. You start writing for um for Crowder. Yeah. Your comedy and your stand-up is just through the roof. You're booking cities all over North America. Um, you're working now on this, you know, getting this pi- pilot. Well, no, it's not a pilot, but it's a series, basically, that yeah. you'd like to get that off. Um, it's insane, man.
2: And the series is the last thing. It's it's the yeah. last thing on my list because I, I do have an actual uh, show in the works with like an actual, can't say too much. Yeah. But I have... Um, you have an agent now. And a manager. Look at
0: yeah. that, man.
3: Uh, honestly, I don't even know how he does it. He'll wake up early and work until the morning. Yeah, I work like 20 hours a day. Yeah, Wake Uh, up in the morning, go to bed in the morning. But I've never been happier.
0: Because right now, in one week, you're doing your podcast the, uh, then you well, I'm doing
2: the Pantelis podca- uh, podcast two drink minimum Pantelis live and uh, the, the Pantelis French cast at, mi- at the minimum I do that plus I, I normally have footage to edit for views of a simpleton that I put on I do this just thing with my buddy Phil Balabanos yes. you know him um, writing then I got stand up gigs in between um, I got writers meetings with like some of the shows that I work on um, so there's always there's, there's stuff there's always some, like my calendar's always full Yeah. Mm. so it's hard for me to fit stuff in during the week uh, but I make it work. And like I said, I, I'm not complaining. I'm I'm the happiest I've ever been and I'm working well yeah, because you're I'm not do- it doesn't feel like I'm working because I'm I'm doing Well, you're doing something that you're enjoying. Yeah, something that you, you dream of, of And having it's funny because see
0: now you you're seeing kind of everything behind the scenes. You see how hard this guy works and
2: Yeah, it doesn't rub off on him. It's
0: not it's, <laughs> well, it's not about rubbing off. It's just that I'm 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 sure hundred percent that there's people in your entourage that are thinking, Fucking Pantelis, you just got a lucky Oh, Poseidon break.
2: you mean or me? Fucking no, Pantelis or fucking Poseidon?
0: No, no. Like people around you, they're thinking, "Yeah, Pantelis, man, whatever." He just got lucky, but in oh, yeah. be, but behind the scenes, you're seeing all that hard yeah. work yeah, and all the struggle, yeah. oh, man.
2: We talked about this actually because there's uh, there's always going to be naysayers, right? Yeah. Mm. But the best is those people because because uh, I've mentioned it. I go well for the record. It could seem like that because you only see the successes, yeah. so you're only going to see oh he has a show. You're only going to see all oh, his podcast. You're not going to see all the in-betweens everything of how that, goes, that yeah, everything that goes into yeah. uh, for that. Yeah. You don't see what's going on in the kitchen. For me to make you that meal, you're like, oh, it's easy. Look at this steak. Mm. You you didn't see what preparation went in. So uh, and you always get that. But those are people that I've learned. Like it back in the day, maybe like f- maybe two years ago, maybe it could have bugged me. I it's so funny how I could care less now because I'm so in the zone doing my stuff. Yeah. I none of it bothers me. Even like negative stuff, like, it used to piss me off. Like fuck this guy, what is it? Now you couldn't bother me less. I don't care because I'm still moving forward. I'm doing yeah. all my. I'm doing. I'm living a life that had you told me ten years ago that it was even possible, I would think you're crazy. Yeah. So what's I don't have anything left to prove, right? Like do you even do you even come
0: across any of that or you're just too busy doing what you're sometimes, doing?
2: Sometimes sometimes like sometimes I'll have people like uh, that I'll see or even people close to me sometimes, something will slip out like that. And uh, I'll just laugh it off. I'll be like, all right, that's he knows. Like uh, even when I was gonna start the French podcast. Feel like, oh, that's so stupid. What a dumb idea. What a dumb idea. Yeah. look, two episodes in, number four in Canada. You know, fucking, uh, the videos are getting like over 10,000 views, and, mm-hmm. and the audio is like fucking six, seven times that the audio is where you get all your numbers. Um, it's just crazy. But I knew like, every time I hear a lot of these people that tell me you can't, they're the same people that were saying that to me when I started my first podcast, when I started doing stand up. Um, so I kind of learned, like, oh, if these if they don't think that it's possible. Oh it's definitely fucking possible. These guys are buffoons, you mm-hmm. know? They don't know that's why they're where they are and that's why I'm where I am. But you know,
0: we've had this conversation so many times where you know, we're we're so behind here on so many on so many things. Like see this podcasting thing when when you were talking to me about it, I had no clue what the hell that was, you know what I mean? And
2: yeah, I started early. I started in and uh, like 20, and
0: 10 years later everybody is on the platform, right? Everybody wants to get on.
2: There's people on it now that started their own podcast that said that I was wasting my time and I was stupid uh, 10 years ago. Yeah, And now they're starting a podcast. Mm-hmm. Now. Yeah. This year they're trying to start a podcast. Yeah. And they told me, this is so stupid. What are you doing? 10 yeah. years ago, nobody, I, I've been able to, in the last three years, to show people that um, basically whenever they're eating breakfast, me, I already finished my dinner. Mm-hmm. Like, And that's the way, even the stuff that I'm planning, all the stuff that we're working on, the stuff that people see or the stuff that we're ready to announce, we're i think we have stuff planned maybe a year from now even there's there's all kinds of stuff coming like next year in march we're going to find out from mike this week if it's finalized already but it looks like we're going to have an asian tour and we're bringing poseidon with us so there's going to be stand-up and two drink minimum live in um tokyo in mongolia uh thailand uh, south korea yeah and, and uh, I'm gonna confirm with Mike we talked about him to drink minimum uh, this week I think he's trying to finalize like a good uh, deal and you have an audience there yeah of course there's expats there's English pe- Mike taught me this there's there's uh, first of all Mike is not um, like a big Canadian comic Mike is one of the biggest comics all in the world people yeah. know him everywhere and because the two languages he breaks that barrier yeah and expats love him like uh he he's been to Tokyo he's been to China he did so many shows in China mm-hmm like uh, they, they know him they love him uh, and now that he's you know he's not alone he's got fucking me uh, he could even do a podcast he's got Poseidon you know he's got a and I'll go anywhere with him if he tells me if I can go in the moon sure, man will be for like let's sure. do this for sure like yeah. when would you have had that opportunity to do it right well that's the thing I'm very loyal to him because he was nice to me when he didn't have to hmm. he, he there's nothing to gain from me or anything he was nice to me when he didn't have to and he's taking very good care of me, and he gives me the best advice. Like, I'll ask him when I need. Even his manager, I'll ask his manager for advice. His manager is super busy. Yeah. One of the fucking best managers in, in, in the province. And still, we'll ha- will be like, I'll, I'll call you. he will take the time for an hour to go through. No, this venue does this. Don't go to this venue. This guy's a coxer. Go here. They'll give you a better rate. Do th-. Like, he'll but
0: help. See, but see, this is what I was telling you before. It's like as if you uh, you started working with him, and then you automatically moved on to the fast lane. You know what yeah. I mean? Which which is amazing because there's so many struggling comedians and you know this. Yeah,
2: I was a struggling comedian. Yeah, exactly.
0: You know, and but again, it comes down to what we're saying that it's not just luck, right? It's not oh, just you have to be good. Oh, yeah. You know, no, Mike no, you have, you Ward came and picked you out of everybody. I mean, <laughs> no, no, had no. you not done the work <laughs> to I be I, where I, you were at that time I, where he saw you.
2: Well, Mike wasn't gonna do the podcast initially because he couldn't find a partner. He when they asked him compound media. He was, he was trying it with different people. It wasn't working the way he wanted it. Yeah. And he's like, fuck, I don't think I can find, I don't think comics like that exist in Montreal that are like the New York guys that we can have a successful radio style, you know, that show. It won't happen. And then he met me by luck. We the yeah. There was no plans. He yeah. saw me at a show. He heard me bullying people backstage. And then he, he liked that. <laughs> and then he saw me on stage and he's like, oh, fuck, there's the guy. Yeah. And then he made me an offer the next day and then we became friends, you know, like we did a couple podcasts. And it, it didn't take me long. Like I... I it, I remember one time thinking about it. I was talking to him. I don't know if it was the first or second time we met. And I was like, oh, fuck, this guy's like me. Like, he had... Like, you know, some, some people, you have an understanding. You don't have to say something, but you both understand yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah. no one at the table gets it. You're on the same it. page. Yeah, yeah. He was that guy From He was like the, the the brother I never had. Yeah. You know, he was that. So I was like, fuck, this is insane. And then it started to come out in the podcast a lot. People started... One of the first comments we would we would get from people, like the New York people that started watching the podcast first, was... These guys have great chemistry. They're fun to watch. And it wasn't something we consciously understood... It's just we were just being ourselves. But then when you watch, you realize, like, oh, fuck, it's true. These guys are always, like, they look at each other. They know where they want to take it, whereas no one else in the room is on their level. So that's why everyone's surprised when it comes out. But sometimes we try to beat each other the punchline, but we both know where we want to go. But nobody else know Like, how the fuck did they get there? Yeah. And for me, it was like a breath of fresh air. I found my, like, in comedy, you know, that, like I said, like, it's like a brother. Mm-hmm. It's just understanding. Yeah. And he's the type of guy that will, he, he doesn't stop. Like, some people you're worried about, like, oh, you might... He'll keep going, he'll fucking dig it, he'll... And it's amazing. For me, it's been the best uh, comedy relationship ever. Here's
0: what I find funny, man, because it, just to touch on what you were saying, that you're just reading each other's minds, you're feeding off each other, and sometimes they just bounce <laughs> off you just to bully you, and you're just caught off guard completely. And oh, you're yeah. Like, what, what, yeah. What just happened?
2: Because he's getting <laughs> uppercutted, right hooked. And the yeah. thing is, me and Mike, we it's like we know, and it's just like a Gatling gun, and he's like, wait, what? Did, wait, what did he say? What did he say? How did you guys both like like, like corner you can me? See,
0: like you can see that your brain is working. You're trying to calculate. Okay, yeah. he said this, then he said that,
2: and we go, what? Well, sometimes we'll alley oop. We won't. We there's no planning. But Mike will say something to set it up so that I say. You know what I mean? Like because he knows. Yeah. He's like, I'll give it to him. He's gonna do this. You know. And same thing. Sometimes I'll say something, and I'm like, I wonder what he's gonna come up with. And then Mike will say something that'll bring me to tears. Like he'll just. Il- nonchalantly within one second his his mind goes to comedy so fast right yeah. 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 it's in half a second he comes out with a line that i'm it, it hits me like a shotgun i'm like what the how did you even get there that quick <laughs> exactly. you know i didn't even think about a joke yet and he had the punchline yeah. so from it's and it's hard I, I i don't know if it's i don't know if it sounds weird for people that are not like involved in comedy if what i'm saying sounds crazy but just the way comedy is, like kind of an access in your mind. Like, you don't do it on purpose. There's certain people, and I'm one of them. I, I didn't know this when I was young, I thought there was something wrong with me. But my mind has very quick access to the funny. You know how you meet some people that are very depressing? Their mind has mm-hmm. access to depressing. Yeah. So they'll say, for example, like, oh, that's a beautiful house. Yeah, my, my uncle died in a house like that. Like, yeah, their, yeah. their mind goes... Yeah, me, yeah. it's always to the funny. And I thought it was just, uh, you know, I'm not mature. I don't have... But it's just there's certain people that are wired that way. And Mike is one of those people. Yeah. And it, I don't know what it is with his synapses, but he'll, while you're still setting something up, while you're asking him a question, eight jokes <laughs> are already lined up. They're ready. His <laughs> mind it's is not like, not that, that, yeah, instant, not instant. Not. Yeah. So... Having to me, it's a, it's a, it's a luxury, it's an honor to be around that. Mm. You can't help but get better yourself. Oh, well, for sure. Because you have to step up your yeah. game. Yeah, he's always i um, I'm telling you, one of the, one of the greats. Mm. Yeah. The goat. Like, like you know
0: that whatever you guys record, I guess every Tuesday or every.
2: Yeah, it's live on Tuesdays.
0: You're going in there. You're thinking. Do you ever think? Okay, what the hell are they gonna nail me with today, fucking guys? It's like uh, a
2: prison. It's like a prison shower room when he walks in. Actually- he knows. <laughs> No, no, no. And if he doesn't drop the soap, we'll, st- we'll, st- we'll drop his soap for him. We'll smack it out of his hand and <laughs> take care of him. Uh,
3: I don't go in thinking like that, but honestly, it does me good. Yeah. I'm, I noticed, I noticed. It humbles him. Uh, humbles <laughs> me, and uh, I've noticed it's made me sharper
1: yeah. being around him. He, he is sharper now. Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: Than what I was. Um, like uh, and, and I noticed this uh, when... Because we took a bit of a break for Christmas and New Year's because
2: we had recorded... Oh, yeah, uh, and he
3: missed he missed the... I missed it so much, man. I was so depressed, and I do not know why I
2: was depressed. And yeah. then we came back the first week, and I felt that... <gasps> that well, I, mi- I missed it, too. I, I like hanging... Like, I love hanging out with him yeah, yeah. too. But I love hanging out with Mike because I don't have... It's like I don't know, let's say you have a hobby. Yeah. You what's you what are you like fishing what the fuck do you like? You're you're a regular person.
0: I you know, I had, I, I I was into music a lot. Oh yeah, uh, so when you, I was your younger. crew. Remember your
2: crew? Yeah. yeah. It's not everyone that could, you could talk to about music yeah. and being that so And Mike, I'm completely now disconnected
0: from it. Like it, I've
2: grown you know, out of it and I you know. I can't pull myself out of comedy that much cuz yeah. I'm addicted, but Mike for me is that he's the only person that I'm like I have a lot of friends in comedy, yeah. but he's the only person that I'm that Much in sync with comedy style, that when I'm with him, I'm I'm happy because I—it's just anything I could bounce ideas off. Anything we say is there's going to be a lot of like fun. But there's not there's people that I grew up with in comedy that I started comedy with that I get along with. We're not that connected. That's what I'm telling you, some people, some people, you have it and you don't. Yeah, him, no, it's, it's like a, I grew up with him. It's, it's like you grew up in Park it, X.
0: Yeah, it. yeah. It, it's like this chemistry that 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 existed from the from the get go. And I I see what you're saying. I mean, it, this is a, this is a getaway, man. Like you sit down with a bunch of guys, you're having yeah. fun, uh, you're bouncing things off the walls. I mean, it, it, you're, you're laughing. It's it's a lot of fun. And on top of it, it's successful. Yeah, you know what I mean, mm. you just have to show up, man. Yeah,
1: you just <laughs> you have just to...
0: you just have to show up and talk and it's and it's funny you know what I mean uh and I get that and I'm getting that much more with the other podcast that we started with the dads
2: yeah you're liking that no you're just oh, talking man. about your you know
0: hmm. well first I mean we' we're, we're three very close friends right and I mean it wouldn't have worked uh, otherwise and I, I remember telling you in the beginning where because we started late last year like in November and we were all excited and then at some point we just stopped. Because you know the holidays came in, and, and then I'm like, "All right, guys, we need a second episode. <laughs> like, like, what do we do?" I'm Jones, and they're like, "Forget it this year, forget it." And I'm like, "Oh man, you know, like it's it's <sighs> not going anywhere, you know." And for a moment, I thought. God damn, man! This was like my hangout. <laughs> when I have uh, to murder their children, you know. Yeah. I gotta uh, free up their schedule. <laughs> no, but the, yeah, but the, see, that's the thing. Uh, luckily, one of the two guys, because one guy wasn't the problem with George. There was no issue. Like, we could have kept that consistency, but it was mostly with Chris. He had so many things going on, and he's a busy bee too. Yeah. So finally, he freed up his agenda, and then we ma- we managed to kind of record every Tuesday as well. And uh, it's great, yeah, well, dude! It's so much fun.
2: Yeah, it's so I, much fun. Man, you were at least one of the guys that um, maybe you didn't start podcasting early, but you no. knew about like I. I well, I knew them. about you it because it was, of you, exactly. In the beginning, you thought it was weird too, but at least you were willing to. You're like, what, let me understand this. So well, it was weird because, and, and I don't wanna,
0: you know, I don't wanna judge, but you know, the guys you're doing it with. <laughs> For me, and you know, I'm, 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 I'm a little bit older than you, and I was like, look at these fucking kids, man, from Park X, man, these little hoodlums. They're just like, what are they talking about, man? Like, yeah. none of this stuff makes sense. You yeah, know? that's like, true. Making fun bit. of just. People of different race.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just, well, we mostly made fun of Milton,
0: who's not a different race. You know, racist slurs, just anything <laughs> that comes out of your mouth. And I was like, what are these kids? How are they getting away with all this? <laughs> yeah,
1: you know? That
2: is true, though. We did get away with a lot uh, back in the day. So uh, that why that's why I was
0: looking... Mostly a, a Milton, little, to be honest. He was racist. I yeah. was a little disconnected. I was like, what the hell is this shit? This, this is podcasting. Like You just say whatever the hell you want.
2: Kind of, yeah. yeah. It's just that there was no... Remember, I was bringing people into a world that they didn't know also, right? Yeah, yeah. So I had no experience broadcasting at the time, but I did have, you know, always comedy. I loved com- Even when we did those plays in Greek, right? Mm-hmm. They wanted to give me a serious role, and then it's like, well, he's doing it now, so it's just going to be a ridiculous role. Like, he, yeah. he can't be not funny. So I wasn't doing it on purpose. It's just... It's, it's just the way my voice sounds. I don't know what it is. I think I have a ridiculous voice. So at least I got a lot of practice with them. But they didn't know what they were doing either. They tried to learn. Like, what do we talk about on these shows?
0: But it's also the age, right? Like, I mean, you kids were... You were like kids, man. We were, you were young. What, 20. Yeah.
2: Yeah, in our 20s, yeah.
0: Like, how do you talk about serious, not, not necessarily serious issues, but
2: anything Well, you that talk is, about your life, right? Yeah. So if I was 22, 23 at the time, but you can't they just, must have been 20. Yeah. yeah,
0: but you can't just, okay, let's talk about my life. Like, I mean, there has to be some structure in your thought. And yeah. if you haven't done this, and if you haven't had any, not significant experience, but any, you know... Even even remotely little experience in communicating and expressing you're your right. thoughts and you know formulating everything in your head,
2: you're gonna sound like you're gonna sound stupid. Yeah, of course, and it would happen all the time. We all sounded stupid <laughs> yeah. repeatedly. Uh, even one time when one of my buddy's girlfriends at the time had cheated on him, <laughs> and then we talked about it in a hypothetical. We didn't mention her name, uh, and we insulted her. Uh, her parents reached out to us. No, her parents <laughs> were very upset with us. Yeah, and then uh, you can't call my daughter a whore. And then, yeah, and then I was upset because I go, well, first of all, we didn't say any names. So you heard the show and they said they're talking about a whore. It has to be my daughter. (laughs) And I was like, what kind of confidence are you instilling in your daughter? And then, so we had this whole thing happening. But in retrospect, uh, I probably think that we shouldn't have brought that up on the podcast because people that everyone knew was listening. So we should have kept that between them. It was just kids that got emotional because something crazy happened in their circle, you know, uh, when I remember it now. But it is funny that the mom's like, that's got to be my daughter that's kind of crazy like don't say that even if you think it don't tell people in public <laughs> you see that whore they're talking about that's mine don't say that don't ever say that and in the end uh, who knows man the girl the girl's actually a nice girl uh, we all like that girl until that happened uh, uh and who knows we might find out in the future that uh, we overreacted <laughs> you never know but yeah you don't know what you're talking about that's your life as a kid as a kid I mean, we're always kids i'm still a big kid uh, you talk about what's around you now. It's different because of the podcast. I get talked about the industry a lot. My shows, uh, stuff that's happening with
0: yeah, fans. Yeah, you've gained also a lot of experience in yeah, and in, in, in every aspect of your life. Exactly. Right? Yeah.
2: Exactly. But I'll, I, I'm still. I don't throw that away because. I learned a lot in 10 years of doing it with my friends and doing it for very little listeners. I learned so much that I was able to take away with me. Mm-hmm. And now I don't have... Well, you were prepared for that next phase that, yeah. that came. Uh, right? I got to practice. Exactly. I, I had to play in, in the minor leagues. Yeah, you know, But I played those games. I, they didn't get me off the Zamboni. <laughs> How are those kids? Do you see them? Do you still talk to them? I uh, recently murdered one of them. Oh, nice! Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I see them. I see them all the time. Yeah. Like, how do, how do they
0: think? Like, fucking guy, we started the podcast. We stepped aside and look at him now.
2: <laughs> well, actually, I kicked them out. Is what happened. Yeah. Is uh, it was it was funny because I was going to quit everything. I was going to quit podcasting and stand up. Uh-huh. It was October of that year, 2017, maybe 2016. Who knows? This is a mystery that's going to remain in the mystery of time. And they didn't show up for a show. And I had the studio. I had everything. And I said, you know what, man fuck this I'm, I'm putting all the effort in i'm editing everything they don't show up they cancel last minute i was upset so i told him it's done we're not doing this anymore uh i don't know what i'm gonna do so i stopped that and then I was, I was doing my own thing he told me it was a good idea that i stopped it with him he said i feel like everyone's holding you back i think you'll do better by yourself so i started doing mine a bit and i said you know what i'm gonna ease out the next couple of months but i'm gonna end up quitting uh stand-up and uh podcasting wow because there's no i love it but there was no future you know, and I don't want to be that guy because I know older guys that still go to open mics and they're you know 50 60 and they're still waiting for their break. Mm-hmm. They're not doing it as a hobby. They're yeah. doing. They're waiting for their break. And I, mm-hmm. I never want to be that guy. Yeah. So Says, you know what? I have a lot of other skills. I'll focus on work. I'll try to build something. All that stuff. This was in October, and I was kind of like dragging my feet for a couple of months. And then February came, and it was a show that I, I was going to cancel on. I said, "Fuck! I'll just go do it." So I go to that show. We're backstage. Um, some woman was trying to explain to me what mansplaining is. Yeah. So, then, so then I was uh, I was kind of making fun of her about that. I go, do you mean condescending, sweetheart? And I like, are you mansplaining, man? So this whole thing happened, and Mike walked in and he heard all that. He's like, this guy's fucking crazy. <laughs> so he's just backstage bullying people, and I was bullying all kinds of people, just fucking around. And then I did my set, and that's where I met Mike. And the next day, he told me it's just incredible yeah, how. The but I was gonna quit. I was, I was very close to quitting, and then. Mm. Like now how many how
0: many stories have you heard? that are similar to that right I was at the verge of quitting I was right there you know yeah
2: the universe said no sir and then now I realize thank god they said that because people were in for a treat look at this (laughs) (laughs) we made it (laughs) you go to all the shows most Uh, most yeah he comes along Yeah, he gets to experience a lot of good comedy because of me yeah yeah
0: have you um, uh, have you uh, started looking into comedy more now? Like knowing you know everything that you've learned from them? Or, or do you do you look at comedy shows? Do you look at comedy specials? Thinking I'm gonna do it myself? No, not for yourself. Just learning about comedy.
2: He's a bit of a snob. Yeah. He's a bit I'm of a snob. Now. Yeah, I'm a bit of a snob. We we've uh, I think we ruined him. <laughs> Because now he's very judgmental <laughs> yeah, it's true and and not just and I don't care if he's judging me I'm fine with that it's just that he judges other people so I'll meet him somewhere and he's like bro let me ask you a question I was like yeah is that guy a real comedian I was like yeah <laughs> that guy's fucking shipper why is he here <laughs> <laughs> Dude, no one's laughing why is he here bro? you should tell him go tell him yeah no but the thing is no because it'll break the person's feelings because he'll say it let me tell you bro you know your shit <laughs> so because he says stuff like that it comes out he's like he's like, the guy's like oh I think I did well and then besides I <laughs> And then the guy stares at him and I'll just be quiet, like, no, I was laughing at something else. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, uh, it's funny. But yeah, because he's become a snob, because he gets because he gets to hang he gets to see me, he gets to see Mike, yeah. he gets to see uh, whoever else on shows with us. And yeah. normally there's a lot of good comics. He's yeah. been to the comedy store, it, just for laughs. We get him in everywhere. So he gets to see high level comedy. Yeah. So when I go to fuck around at an open mic, at a spot here in Montreal, I want to test it. I just want to get, you know. He'll see people that are doing the same thing as me. They're just trying to test stuff, yeah. but they're also at a lower level. Yeah. So he'll freak out. He's like, What the fuck is this? This is garbage. Because in his head, he doesn't realize they're just fucking around to an open mic. They're also open micers. Yeah. You know, in his head, he's like, oh, I've, "I'm here. He's here." We better get fucking Netflix level shit here. So he's, so he gets uh, snobby about that, which just makes sure, me and I Mike laugh. I just know, I know. He gets aggressive, <laughs> cause he'll get mad at me, like 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 he he was infected with a virus. Like, but what the fuck? Was, why I have to sit there? What the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? Was that a joke? Was that really jokes? Who is this guy? I'll be like, that's. Get, that guy owns the restaurant he wasn't telling any jokes he was just, <laughs> just telling people to turn off their phones before the show starts calm down <laughs> no no not like remember. none of that none of that was funny yeah, yeah it's Steve <laughs> the, the kitchen guy bro. calm the fuck down <laughs> he, just, he was just announcing the special Yeah, the yeah, he just annou- yeah exactly And i will get super uh, uh, defensive about the stand-up uh, uh, tell, me, funny. tell me about um, the Bell Center, man This
0: is huge, Oh, this is right? huge this And is you huge. probably have information that we shouldn't say And I don't want you I'm to not say, gonna say it, I'm not going to say But you don't have to That's not the point Well, the I can tell it? you that
2: we're not well, We're uh, Mike's not planning on announcing any guests um, And I love that yeah. I love that, that he's not doing that. Uh, it's gonna <laughs> so Mike, I'll tell you. So so Mike is, uh, so the French podcast, Mike Ward to is the... This is July 18th, right? It's, yeah. uh, it's within it's the Just
0: for Laughs. Yeah, it's uh, a
2: festival, Just yeah. for Laughs. So uh, Mike Ward's podcast is, like I said, the biggest French language comedy podcast, not just here, everywhere yeah. and ever. It's yeah. huge. It, it, the numbers of it uh, basically smack with his dick uh, the TV audiences here in Quebec Mm. like it is astronomical those numbers of 30 million dollars it's it's astronomical to the point where um, last year if you remember right before Just for Laughs because like Quebec Core Media and all these guys used to talk shit what is this guy doing a podcast that's not going to get anywhere and because he found out that he was getting better numbers than them and they were they were asking for government handouts, all that, he erected a billboard right across the street. He bought the billboard across the street <laughs> and had his face and all the numbers of this podcast. Like that's how yeah, that's big dick move. So just to let you know how big that show has gotten and is getting. So he always wanted to go bigger, do something big, and he was talking about the bell center. And it was just a thought. But he put it out there in the universe. He started saying, you know what? I think I could do the bell center. He started to believe it. Then he got a phone call. Hey, uh, we're looking at stuff. Would you be interested in doing at the Bell Center? Which is one of those moments of like, fucking right. I put it out there. It's gonna happen. Mm. And then at first they try to offer him like, uh, do like that half. You do the The half of the theater. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, Nah, nah, nah. Uh, This is me. If I'm gonna do something, do this right. I'm not some chump. (laughs) I'm not. What am I, Madonna? No, no. I'm gonna (laughs) do this right. I'm gonna do the big one. I'm not. I'm not some small time Elton John here. So he he fucking said, I want in the middle. And I want the, the stage to be revolving. <laughs> and they agreed to his fucking psychotic terms. What I love <laughs> is just that he just tests people. Uh, let's see if they're gonna let's see if they're yeah. gonna bite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, he's as good as he is in stand up, he's at that level in business. And mm. people don't realize it. Yeah, he's yeah. very cause he's learned he's very smart at business yeah, too. Yeah. So he's he's applied both of them now. And especially because at a point where he has his fan base. He has people. He doesn't need to impress anyone. He's yeah. just doing his thing. So he could he could say whatever he wants. He could say no to things. So he says that. They agree to terms. And he wants to bring on multiple guests. So it's not like a regular show where there's just the two. Yeah. He wants it to be like our every 15 minutes or every 40 minutes. Whatever he wants yeah, to do, like he wants a, to switch um, it up. Like a best of. Yeah, like a best of type yeah. of thing, which is the smartest thing. He's yeah. trying to bring the biggest um, fan favorites that were on the shows. Um, and then uh, so what I wanted from that show is I just wanted to, to get on stage. I just wanted to go on stage. So what I'm going to do is like we're discussing on Two Junk Minimum is I, I want to hype up the crowd. I want to be the Bruce Buffer. So I'm, uh, I am I want to go on right before it starts and get everybody, you know, welcome them, you know, it's like you guys know who the fuck I am and welcome them and get them all pumped up it's to then bring out Mike and then he could start the show. Um, but then Mike's like, you know what? That's a novel idea but we should also give Poseidon a microphone. <laughs> and film it, see what happens. Bring him on the stage with you. Now, he's not going to say anything because it's Poseidon, but he has a mic in his hand because all the photos that are going to be taken, like they take good photos when yeah, you're at the bell yeah. center, uh, Poseidon's going to be able to put on his Tinder profile photos of him speaking in the middle of the bell center in front of 20,000 people. How crazy and, is that? And Seriously. have him explain that to his dates. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but has that settled at all in your mind? Not really. Like we're talking about 20,000 plus people here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's fine. I'll rip him a bit well, yeah. to make him comfortable and, and yeah. while while we're on stage uh, I, I, th- I
0: think it's gonna hit like the night before you think so and th- th- that whole day leading up to all the, you know the preparation and you know the, I'm
2: not nervous at all cause the way I see it the way I'm thinking about it is I'm so hyped about this you don't understand how I feel like a proud father yeah. like this is this is one of those moments where I'm like I'm so glad I'm alive to live through this and be there to support yeah. Mike and just fucking yeah. be like bro you fucking got this like this is so big to have to know the story, to know what what I know about Mike's life, and, and uh, you know, like in comedy, and to know that so many naysayers in the with the podcast and what's this, and now the Bell Center, it's such a fuck you to all the people that said you can't do it, you shouldn't do it, you can't make yeah. it. It's like yeah, yeah, you can, and the you proverbial for everyone, not just Mike. It doesn't matter if they're telling you can't. Most of the people that tell you can't is because yeah. they can't or they won't. Yeah. You can do it. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a, the biggest podcast, live podcast in history, is going to happen in Montreal in French. There's never been a live podcast in front of twenty two thousand people. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think the biggest one is a, maybe a thousand or something, a couple hundred in like a theater. Like I remember when they invited us, we were booked to do the um, uh, Aspen Comedy Festival. We didn't end up going because uh, there was a snowstorm that day, yeah. and we refused to take their their follow up flights, and they got mad at us. Um, it was like a little theater type thing right yeah. but nothing like this nothing 20, this is insane for a podcast well, for
0: sure yeah. but but it, it's it's huge not just for mike obviously for mike ward i mean uh, the fact that he's gotten to the point where he's gotten it's
2: actually huge for quebec it's huge for podcasting exa- that's what i was, exactly was going to say
0: it's just and i think that whoever uh, even remote, remotely thinks of you know should i start a podcast what's a podcast is there is there room to grow in a po-? at that moment I think is just gonna open up the doors,
2: yeah. which is also a bad thing. You're gonna get a lot of shitty podcasts, starting. Yeah, but you know what? That, it, it,
0: naturally, they're either gonna succeed or fail. Yeah. You understand? No. I mean, it, it, it's normal for people to see someone doing something and thinking, "I can do that." Yeah, and it's completely different to actually sit down, put down the logistics, you know, buy the equipment, learn, you know, how to do it. Uh, what do I talk about? What guest? Like, it's. It's yeah, a I hope com- it motivates... It's one thing, and
2: it's night and day, right? I hope it motivates people, and I hope it motivates comics locally, and by locally, I mean the whole country, like uh, Canadian comics, to motivate them, just to see what's possible, because just, just me saying a live podcast in front of 22,000 people, is it sounds ludicrous it doesn't sound like a possibility because it's not it's not
0: like a show it's not like a comedy show i exactly. mean exactly kevin hart came a couple years ago yeah. he did the bell center yeah, but, but also it's kevin he did, hart he right Also did not do but the middle he, yeah no, i just did do the middle i
2: but don't want to i don't want kevin, to look man kevin kevin's doing good one day he might get to <laughs> the level of suzakut yeah. but at the moment he's not <laughs> no but what i'm saying it's not like a comedy
0: show like one solo
2: guy doing yeah, his, yeah. his
0: yeah. thing it's a completely different concept Beast, yeah Right. This is this is a podcast. Right? Yeah, it's like a we're it's, recording an episode. Yeah. The only difference is that it's not in a studio. <laughs> There's twenty thousand people listening live.
3: Yeah, yeah, that is kind of crazy. That's that's insane. It's completely insane. Like yeah. he was talking about a dividend, and as he's talking about, it, I'm like getting hyped up. I'm like, oh my god. I'm am t- excited. I feel yeah. like you know that that dude. Mom
2: I'm on, excited. I'm sees, excited. See your kids score a goal. That's me right now. I, I'm not
0: even <laughs> part of all this thing. Like I I I put a reminder on my phone to get tickets because I knew they were gonna go. You know, fast. Yeah, they went bananas. Yeah, and I got two tickets. I go to my wife. Look, we're gonna go. I mean, it's I got to be part of history here. Yeah,
2: that's another thing. People forget this is the Guinness people. I think are gonna be there because it's the it, histori- It's yeah. the biggest uh, live podcast. In history sure. And I can't see, I can't see this being topped anytime soon. Yeah. But I think it could be like everything could be topped. I think every record is meant to be broken. But I don't know because you have to undertake a lot to do something like this. This is a big venture.
0: Well, yeah, for sure. But you, the, the the difficulty in this is that you can't just pick up one day and say, well, look, first of all, anyone can rent the Bell Center, right? Yeah, You but just have to sell it. Yeah, that's the, that's that's the, problem. the hard part. Yeah. So that's where it's easy for Mike because he has that reputation and he's backed up by the Just for Laughs. So... If you think of it, he really doesn't have much to do. No, he also you the know? best. Thing right, b- my reputation's on the table. Just for laughs, take care of the logistics. See you there. No, no,
2: no. He actually was implicated. He he got them to not only raise uh, lower the 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 costs to so low to make sure that everyone could come. He also got them. They were so embarrassed because at one point his ticket fees for the cheapest ticket, which was ten bucks, the ticket fees were more expensive than the ticket. <laughs> oh, so God. he got them for the first time ever to lower their fees because they were embarrassed. <laughs> like fuck, this guy's taking less money just to bring them in, and we look like assholes like that <laughs> we're talking about he walks into these meetings and he doesn't do it on purpose but it's like he puts his dick on the table and starts knocking everything around <laughs> and then walks out like he's like nah this is how much I want yeah but you know you could charge more yeah I know I could charge more Yeah, but this is what we're fucking charging it's a yeah. goddamn live podcast we yeah. just want them to be there to have fun for sure lower your fees so you don't look stupid and then yeah. they're like oh, I don't look stupid <laughs> he's very like he's not just thinking of the bottom line he's thinking all. he's like okay my fans who have supported me who grabbed me here I need it to be accessible for them first. Yeah. yeah. Then after that, I need the stage to be like yeah, I want. Oh, if we're gonna be in the middle, which I want, it has to be revolving. Everyone needs to get a chance to have that view and like little things that he doesn't need to think of, you know. And then he makes jokes about it, but he does because he wants everyone to be accommodated, taken care of, and then he's happy, and yeah. then he can handle his business no problem. Yeah. And that's what he's done.
0: Like when you told me, I was excited. I was like, oh wow, that's cool, you know. But it didn't really settle. Uh, yeah, you it's know, in crazy. My mind. But then when I saw like the Facebook event, I'm like, "Holy shit, it's happening!" And then the tickets, I'm like, "I, go, I don't, I don't know, Mike. I know you, obviously. I, I, I'm, uh, I feel kind of attached to what you're doing just because I know you guys." I can't
2: believe I get to go on there and talk like a fucking that's, for twenty thousand dollars. That's like insane. in my
0: mind, I was like. There's no fucking way I'm going to miss <laughs> this. Yeah, I mean, just for Pantelus for Poseidon, what they've done together. Mike Ward, for me, is nobody. Like, he's not a nobody. It's just I don't know him. Oh, you mean like he's you like distant, I mean? yeah. For me, it's like, okay, dude, do your thing. I, I'm I'm excited because I'm into the podcasting thing now and I think it's good that he's you know putting everything on the table and showing look what i've done with podcasting you know oh, it, it's a real empire. thing he's built a, he has Absolutely.
2: a he has a uh, a team it's a, it's a team for not mar- well he has a marketing team but the team is for like sales mm-hmm. so to get sponsors all that it's an it's a team it's, it's not no, like it's, him a, whole in calling people. it's yeah. a whole thing so and, and dude the the quality that they get if there's people that want to advertise that you know he has to be like ah, you can't right now we we maxed it out because we don't want to uh, Over mm-hmm. each episode mm-hmm. with fifty ads, yeah. you know, and is he, and the, the deals they give for advertising, with the numbers that he gets compared to TV. You get a better deal with him for more viewers. Yeah, dollar for dollar, yeah, For yeah. dollar for dollar, you get more viewers with him, and you get it cheaper. Mm-hmm. And viewers of podcasts and listeners of podcasts are more loyal mm-hmm. than TV watchers because TV doesn't give a fuck. When you're watching TV, you have no loyalty to the newscasters. Mm-hmm. You, the commercials come on, you walk away. Yeah. But yeah. when you're watching George, for example, they're watching this, and you're like, look, uh, today this episode is brought to you by the lovely people at Poseidon's Palace. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you need a happy ending, Poseidon's <laughs> Palace is where you want to be. You're like, you know what? I want a happy ending. <laughs> I'm gonna go Poseidon's Palace because George likes them. He gets his happy endings there. Uh, the, you know, the Poseidon showed up to the episode one day. That's where I'm gonna spend my hard-earned dollars.
0: I, I, honestly, I I cannot wait. Like, what's the m- biggest amount of people that you've been in front of? Like, you do shows, so you're kind yeah. of you're not immune. But like. You've broken that ice. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Obviously, mm. you're going next level now. Like you're gonna have those jitters, those butterflies. Yeah, like, yeah. oh my god, I'm going out to twenty thousand people.
2: But I, but I think I'm like, not as nervous because I'm still. But you've fangirling done it. over the city. Yeah, like, but you've done it. Like, oh, you, I'm gonna be you, nervous you, you, for sure, of course. dude. When I stand up and you know get ready to announce it, and I look around and see all that shit, psychotic, that's man. gonna be psychotic, it's crazy. But at the same time, I'm telling you, dude, it's it's such a pinnacle. Like, I me, mean, I want to see Mike walk out like that smile on mm-hmm, his face, mm-hmm. and then when he sees it, that's what. I want to yeah. capture but, I want to see his because this is his accomplishment this is uh, of huge of
0: course but for you I mean at some point it's like you're a performer right you you
2: know what to expect you know how to prepare yourself mentally yeah. this guy <laughs> <laughs> oh Poseidon yeah. well, I could see him tripping but it would just make the event even better but, <laughs> No, I think the best is if you walk out with a mic in one hand and a sandwich in the other, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and confuse them. You're talking into the sandwich. <laughs> yeah, well, he because he won't
2: talk because he'll uh, he doesn't want that. But no, but no, but ha- we're gonna have his mic off. I'm gonna be doing talking, but yeah, they're yeah, always yeah. gonna be staring. Like, why? It's just we want pictures of him so he can share. No, but his, I don't want to stress standard. you. I don't want to make you panic
0: or anything. It's just like how many people have you been? In, like how many?
1: Oh yeah, the eyes, most people you've ever been. How many in. eyes was, was, uh, have been on you? Good?
0: Uh, uh, the
2: uh, Olivier. Les Olivier. Oh, when we, we went we on stage, went stage but, yeah, it's but, but it's different because it, you—it exactly. wasn't about you. You exactly. were in the background. You just, you just walked now, up, and that was like yeah. three hundred people. Yeah, three, four hundred people. Now, now there was ten million people watching at home, but it was like they weren't there. Yeah. So now twenty-two thousand people—I've never been in front of twenty thousand people. That's crazy. I think I'm gonna have to take CBD.
3: Because, because, I don't know. I don't know how I'm gonna react in that moment. I need to just calm my nerves. No, Such
2: jerking off. <laughs> 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 that just okay. Mike would just, Pike would just <laughs> be like. I want to see where he's going with this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're on in five. I'm, I'm not ready, ready yet. yet. <laughs> Hold on, I'm not ready
0: yet. Uh, that's insane. It's
2: fucking cra- and again, look, podcasting. We're podcasting. Uh. When they were saying what is podcasting? That's that? dude. You don't remember? You're gonna laugh. People that we know, obviously, I'm not gonna mention them. I feel bad, but um, a couple of years ago, before actually, when I had first started two drunk minimum, I was getting harassed at uh, one of the local cafes <laughs> yeah. about what are you doing? How do you make money from podcasting? So yeah. I'm trying to explain the business model of podcasting. Mm-hmm. They're not listening. They're mm-hmm. so like, but is there money in this? And I said, well, I just told you, I'm making money doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, what? How do you think I fucking pay for food? Yeah, psychopath. And uh, again, it was going over their head and like, nah, it's just whatever. Like, what a fucking idiot. This guy is wasting his fucking time. (laughs) But you see,
0: even if you don't understand what podcasting is, you know, and you just tell people it's like a radio show.
2: Yes, I tell them that. and then You but know still,
0: how radio works, right? They they work because uh, they sell advertising. Yeah, and then they I'm, go,
2: but who who's going to buy ads? I go, anyone that wants to sell something mm. is going to buy ads. Mm. If you have a choice of where you're going to buy ads, you're going to go to where you're going to maximize your profit. Yeah. And the other thing that you get on podcasts is that your ad stays in the forever, podcast forever. Exactly. So if somebody gets an episode that you pay, uh, got an ad for a year ago. You can listen to it in three years from now oh fuck it's true George's tires huh that's a good idea I need to change my tires the only
0: problem is that that company doesn't exist in three years but that's their problem they didn't spend enough (laughs) on advertising That's, that's their issue Oh man! On uh, I was buying the tickets and I was frustrated. and I was telling you before that the things kept crashing. I, I guess there were so many people trying to get tickets.
2: Well, I, I didn't like. Uh, Mike was telling me something the other day because because it was pre released. It was for the fans on Patreon. There was different yeah. releases, right? And uh, this morning I was playing hockey, and uh, one of the guys that plays hockey is uh, is Bruce Hills. He's C- C- CEO at Just for Last. Oh, okay. Uh, And he's super he's he's one of us. He's like he's like one of our boys. He's a super good dude and he was super pumped about this. And he told me, he's like, Did you see the numbers? I go, No, I didn't call Mike at all today, what's going on? And he's like seven right now, like this morning. And I go, What do you mean seven? Seven Just seven tickets. (laughs) And he's looking at him, he's like, No, no, seven thousand. I was like, what, just this morning? He's like, yeah, it just went on for... Pub. I go, what the fuck? That's insane. That's plus the tickets that, you know, the fans only. But you tell me, yeah, yeah. me it's been on sale for 14 minutes and there's 7,000 tickets sold. Dude, I'm like, telling you because I put a reminder at 11.55. <laughs> and
0: it was bugging. So I was waiting with my phone in my hand, like five minutes. I'm like, okay, let's do it. And it was bugging. I but, kept missing. like, the, And I don't understand. The thing kept bugging, but the clock kept running. And I was like getting panicked.
2: I want you to know that Sugar Sammy also can sell out the Bell Center. And I know this for a fact. Well, you, it, not... I don't mean just quality-wise, he's got that. But because I had done uh, shows for him, he was doing some secret shows here. Mm-hmm, and uh, yeah. I was doing the, 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 the first part for him. And he um, he put the tickets on sale through his website, just sneakily. Just, just his just, fan base. Here yeah. come, And I think the place only fit like 150 people. I forgot what it was. The amount of people that logged in for those five shows to try to buy tickets and couldn't could have filled the it was like twenty six thousand or something. He could have filled God. the Bell Center, <laughs> and people were furious that they couldn't get tickets. So if he wanted to, but uh, you know he probably has a plan in his head. He's got his strategy. Yeah. he's another. It's very rare the comedians from here that can sell at the Bell Center. And I, I feel like he doesn't get enough credit, Sammy, but mm. Sammy could do that shit too. And now he's in New York. He's fucking killing it. Caroline's... Yeah, you know, I disagree with you, man. I think uh, I, I think Sugar Sammy's doing
0: very well. Well, I that's mean, what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying
2: people don't think about how many... I'm saying he should get his credit because he's one of the other... There's not that many guys that could do what he's doing. Yeah. I don't mean uh, he's not good. I'm mm. saying the opposite. I'm yeah. saying he's, he's at a level where we kind of oh he's but he's not he's anywhere he goes he goes to texas new york the people we have fans from two drink minimum that will go down to new york wizard to see him and they'll write like i you know cuz of this episode i saw him this guy's fucking hilarious oh this way. guy yeah cuz he's fucking funny he's fu- and he adapts he's not like a montreal funny like, yeah. oh, let me make fun of... F- no, 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 dude. He goes... Watch his videos online. He'll grill... Be- he's 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 a real comic. He's a fucking comic comic. He'll, anywhere he goes in the stage. He's
0: quick, man. He's oh, quick. Oh, dude, like, he's... This guy can adapt to any situation.
2: Yeah, he's uh, another guy. And I, I'm telling you, I feel like he gets credit, but where he is, like his quality of comedy, he doesn't get the credit he deserves. He's very... He's, so Sammy's fucking incredible. He's yeah. an incredible actual comedian. Yeah, it's yeah. just he... Um, he, he won comedian of the year in France yeah. dude he went to another country stole the fucking award bro you know how crazy that is <laughs> how crazy that is that's yeah. very big dick yeah, energy yeah big dick energy I just feel like our guys that we have here that are that good should at least locally be known for the good stuff they're doing because we have people that why are just why
0: aren't they why 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 do you think they're not
2: well we do have a weird culture here we, yeah. we have a hater culture mm, okay. and that's on the that's I think that's mostly the English because from what I've learned from the Quebecers the French ones who came out like crazy to support the fuck out of me uh, I think that might be an English thing where, and by English, I mean Anglophone, all kinds, Greeks, we a lot of people are drinking that Haterade, as mm. Poseidon likes to call it, where instead of, like instead of supporting you when you have some kind of skill and you can make it here locally, they'll shit on you and hate you and sometimes they'll adopt you when you make it big somewhere else. Yeah. Like, they'll wait. Like, a lot of people that didn't support me doing stand up didn't give a fuck at all. When I got back my first time from uh, Rogan, from, from, from that time in LA, then they started becoming supportive. Oh, I saw you hey, on that show. Yeah, yeah then. Yeah yeah. Cool, yeah. yeah. Same thing, just for laughs. When I got some people showed up to watch me the first time to do my hour last year. They would never show up to any of the shows before, but then like, oh fuck, just for last, he's doing a full hour, okay. Now, and it's like, hey man, and, you know, I came to show you. What are you talking about? You didn't support me for fucking so many years when I was telling you guys to come out. You're like, ah, oh, that's fucking stupid. This, g-, you know. Mm-hmm. But the second they wait till you make it, yeah. some people, and they, they, before that they hate. It's just the way that he knows it too. He's learned it now. The culture here, they have a lot of that. If they make it somewhere else, I'll support him. But what you should do is support locally. Mm, yeah. Build them up. Build them up so that the rest of the world can then see what we have here. Don't come after cry. And be like, oh, he's our guy. You know, he's from 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 here. He's from Park bro. X, bro. But a lot of Park X's always had my like. It's funny because a lot of Park Xers would come to very early shows back in the day. Yeah. And then they showed up to uh, like a lot of my friends that I grew up with showed up to my one hour last year just for laughs. They were super fucking pumped. They were happy because they had gotten to I see saw, me. I,
0: I gave away tickets to that. I remember. Yeah. Uh,
2: they got to see me at open mics. They got to see me years when I was auditioning for, they got to see me at a lot of different levels. So then to come watch me last year was very fun for them. And then I spent like the last five, 10 minutes just talking about friends in park X and jokes about them. So it was kind of like a wink yeah, to yeah, those yeah. guys. Um, and it, it, it was incredible. So you have those kind of people that support you from the beginning and then they're happy to see you. But then you have a lot of people who are just, they don't, they don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is mentally where they block. They don't want to be part of that. They don't, they don't... Like, I understand if you're doing something dangerous or ridiculous, yeah. but stand up to... Because I used to get shit on from a lot of people all the time about, I'm wasting my time, it's stupid. Yeah,
0: but who cares, man? I'm okay, yeah. so what? You're wasting your time. Like, what's yeah. it to you, fuck? You yeah, know? exactly.
2: What's it to mm. you? Yeah. There's a lot of that happening.
0: Uh, and there's more plans this year for you for Just for Laughs?
2: Oh, uh, yeah. I can't talk about the shit yeah. that I'm working on, but I'm working on a lot of different big, big stuff. So um, there's a lot of lobbying going on. It helps uh, get some representation. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you that it helps. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, yeah. We're working on some some stuff for me.
0: That's fantastic, man. Honestly, like, I, 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 and you know this, and uh, you probably hate me telling you this, but I, I'm just so fucking proud. And I remember from the very beginning, when you told me I'm gonna, st- I think I'm gonna start doing stand up. I'm like, okay, that's cool, dude. You <laughs> know I, mean? I, I, I was like, okay, yeah, sure, why not? You know, do it. Uh, Cause I met you. Uh, remember when we went for that coffee and you you're like I'm, you you were just starting or you were thinking of starting pot uh, uh, stand up yeah yeah
2: yeah it was very very early on yeah and then uh, I did it and you know just some open mics and yeah. I did move I, I I've acknowledged this many times I I have moved up a lot faster than is normal mm-hmm. so I don't take that for granted I mm-hmm. know that that's a big luxury mm-hmm. I ate a lot of shit too but nowhere near as much shit as a lot of people have uh, to make it to. Were like I am now let's say so and I don't take it for granted like that's uh, I accept that I, I got to uh, skip a lot of heartbreak yeah. um, you know because uh, normally they say that your 10th year that's kind of like when you start doing mm-hmm. like the bigger stuff and uh, what am I now 8 8 years yeah. in and I kind of have a trajectory now and um, a way to go I'm writing you know yeah. for a couple of years now too so it's not like it happened at the 8th year I think like at the 6th about 6th or 7th year probably is when I really started to pick up um so i I know that i kind of had not a shortcut but nowhere near the struggle that a lot of other people had though i don't think it discredits my performance or anything like that it's just um i was always naturally good at doing what i do it's just a matter of uh, a lot of people say what really only eight years how the fuck did you do that you know like a lot of comics like that have been doing it for a while like i've been doing for fucking 17 years I'm, i'm running an open mic Well, different paths, you know. I'm also, I also think business, like I said, I'm also, I always think a few steps ahead. So right now we're announcing stuff, we're telling you stuff, you're excited and all that. But we, you know, we have stuff in the works for months and years. And, you know, we drip. We slowly drop it when it needs to be dropped. But we plan way, way ahead. Nothing catches us off guard. Like it's not a case of, oh shit, what am I going to do next month? Yeah. I knew what I was going to do next month a year ago.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm just looking forward for you to kind of break out you know uh, uh, break out of that shell you know and it's funny because we, <laughs> we were talking on the phone a couple of weeks ago and I was I was thinking you know what Poseidon uh, should do like he should have his own podcast and bring like real smart people like real professionals like you bring like an astronaut or like Jesus you bring um, like a uh, let me ask you bro why are you lying about the <laughs> earth we know it's flat yeah <laughs> Like a like a neurosurgeon, yeah. or like you bring really accomplished, the brain, bro. How does that work? Like accomplished professionals, and you just have a conversation, and you're asking real questions you that know? you really
2: think. <laughs> yeah, that would be
0: kind of. It would be hilarious. It would be amazing. Yeah. You have the It's
2: neur- like, what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah, it's Why just called I- the Simpleton Podcast. Who is this the guy? The Simpleton. Yeah, Poseidon Simpleton Podcast.
0: So, like, your brain? Are all the brains the same? Yeah. <laughs> Like, when you operate, do you remove brain yeah. <laughs> and then
2: add more? Yeah, yeah. Can, Can you, you get extra brain? <laughs> Is there a difference between the races when it comes to brain? Both size, texture, and taste. Like
0: an LG thing, but in real. Yeah, yeah. Thing. Like, a, like it's not fake. Like he's not acting. Oh,
2: God. <laughs> Just imagine. Oh, I think the only brain that's different might be yours, sir. <laughs>
1: Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I knew it. My mom's been telling me that my whole ah, life. <laughs>
3: my mom's been saying I'm special. Yeah,
0: but I, no, but I'm excited because when you when you had announced that you're you're going off and you're doing your live streams, I thought, fuck, it's about time, man. Yeah, I mean, he's like, got to start. Uh, That's why, uh, I, and, I want my, and I don't I don't I want, want you to walk. kind of disconnect because I think that the three of you have this an uh, amazing chemistry. But even just the two of you with uh, with your that podcast, live, yeah. yeah. Mm. But it'd be. It'd Be something extra.
1: Well, we're not going to get rid of him. Uh, that's no, not no, gonna, but that's not the point. The we're, point we're is that you're, him. yeah, mm. you're we're, adding
0: we're, like a different element to the entire kind of project. If you want, you well, know? he's
2: he's also getting involved behind the scenes. Like Mike is is um he's getting his own email and all that. He, he's getting involved in like the sales, yeah, uh, team. Uh, try to maybe work on marketing, selling ads, all that stuff. Because he, he that's you what he used to work in, right? In sales. So he wants to apply it to podcasting. Yeah, you should Um, do like the business
0: development, like the sales aspect of the podcast. Yeah, Which makes sense because we're all looking for clients.
2: We're all doing many things and you know, using our strengths. Now, me and Mike, we have the in front of the camera strengths that we're exploiting, but he has a lot of behind the camera strength, like the sales. It's what he did his whole life. Um, So he might as well learn and add to that. And who Mm -hmm. knows, in in a few years from now, his role could be completely different. He might never be, I doubt it, but uh, he might not be on camera, but he might be the fucking one of the top, uh, ad guys. Well, he'll go visit companies. Like, oh fuck, Poseidon. Remember Poseidon? Yeah, he's the sales guy. He's coming here mm. and pitching shit. You know, so you never know. Yeah. It could be that, and he'll be happy doing that. He's just happy to be on board. No, he's just
3: um yeah. And uh, they they brought a lot of positive in my life. Yeah, a why? A lot.
2: Why was your life negative? A lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: it was very negative actually. Yeah, and they he taught he showed me how to be how to change my mindset around me. Wrong. You oh, my, yeah, oh. you both both you and Mike actually yeah. you initially. But uh, I was very negative. I was in very negative environments, mm-hmm.
1: and
2: yeah, I, I uh, beat it out of him. Yeah, well, I kind of, I, yeah, I kind of, I gave him uh, self um confidence, mm. self confidence, and too. I self-esteem. gave him, yeah self esteem because he he lacked a lot of it, and it doesn't show by me fucking with him. You're like, you don't give him self esteem, you destroy it. Nah, they don't know what happens behind the scenes. Uh, I gave him. It's true, and, and I also gave him that push he needed to get the fuck out of his his uh, parents' home. And just go on his own, which changed how is that by the way Changes his life, yeah, changes Amazing. his life, yeah, he became a real adult, yeah.
1: wow, well, really? you
2: know.
0: are you cooking now and stuff? uh when I have a chance,
2: yeah, but he refuses to clean. I was yelling at him today, he keeps paying a cleaning lady. I was like, once you're a, a fucking idiot, man, like it's a once a month, <laughs> once a month. That's it. You clean your toilet
3: once a month. That's it. No, no, no. My toilet, I clean like the little stuff. I, I do myself the yeah. dishes and all that.
1: Yeah. But like, I mean, like like major... a nice major clean up once a month. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. Okay, that it Takes makes sense. a shit on the
0: floor though daily, so. <laughs> oh, she's coming tomorrow. My cleaner, I'll just shit right here. Yeah, he does. Why? <laughs> why, 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 yeah. why walk to the bathroom? Yeah, he's like, I'm paying, or no?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: she's coming in ex- in exactly twelve hours. Yeah. yeah. No problem. We got so this. So then
2: she comes like, boss, I don't please stop making shits the floor. <laughs> it's in park x
0: yes the next step is to get out of park x nothing not that there's anything wrong with park x i love park x i mean i was born there and you know i'm there very often but again and this is nothing we're saying it feels like it's this bubble it is and you okay. just have to you know and and look the neighborhood is going to change dramatically mm. like this it's going to become the next it's already uh the hot spot you know it's going to be the place to be because um, of me Yeah Just just because of him
2: I, I made it mainstream
0: But uh, yeah no Well
2: that thing. is true though What uh, what 50 Cent did for Jamaica Queens <laughs> What? I'm fucking doing for Park X It's true yeah. no. I was on the biggest show on the planet Wearing a Park X shirt Think about that
0: They had you in the fucking corner man We couldn't see you very well It was a little dark too
2: Where? That's not a corner There's four seats there Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's all it has There's yeah. one for him And three for his guests yeah. And he doesn't like using the third one Oh next to him Yeah it's weird yeah. when you're not used to because normally it's one on one or one on two like a porn it's also the camera angles too right Like yeah. he's gonna, he's well like people always complain about shit like even my camera angles like uh, people kept complaining so I switched them around what do you mean like on the Pantels Live and yeah. all that they didn't like Like you should be on the right and he should be on the left so now I switched them around just to appease the the public because yeah. kind of looks like you're looking there but really he's there and I was like oh fuck it <laughs> God damn it.
0: People have nothing else to do, man. They're looking at little details. Yeah,
2: people complain about a lot of weird shit. That's my
0: next step here. I think I'm going to I need I need I to give you a
2: super cool autograph poster, uh, limited yeah, edition, which you it should somewhere. put up here. I'm gonna put uh, that's going to be worth something someday. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm going to put up Yeah, no, but like I said, this is this year is going to be a very experimental. We're going to, you know, try different things and uh, you know, the other two podcasts, and uh, th- there's a lot of stuff uh, that I'm looking forward to, honestly. You're
2: going to have a good year. I- I'm happy that you're doing all this shit. I mean, as a retired man, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. you really need to find a way to keep busy.
0: I do. I do. And like, I'm trying, but it's very difficult to to stimulate myself out of what I used to do because it took up so much of my time. And there's part of this new, you know, quote-unquote, life that I'm kind of getting used to, realizing that what the fuck was I doing? What, what, what was I doing you know I mean don't you have any s-
2: friends involved in pyramid schemes that can help you yeah, waste your a time lot, a lot of them <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but uh,
0: <laughs> so uh, no but that's it you know so I'm still I'm still getting used to the this whole new routine this whole new rhythm that I never had before you know uh, not to say that I'm doing nothing I mean we're st- I'm still working and everything but different completely different yeah. in terms of like stimulation and just getting your brain to work a little bit
2: you know what you need. You need a con- uh, consistency. So if you're able to in a year monetize this show, yeah. and then you know that every I don't know Tuesday, Wednesday, whenever the day is, this time this is when the show is on. I'm live. You know I'm do, and you have your revenue coming in, and you have your steady stream of guests. That's perfection. Yeah, that's perfection. Is you like now? Why I'm happy with Two drink Minimum is that we know when we're live, when we're on. Um, yeah, you've fallen live. into the
0: schedule, and everything is yeah. just
2: both Pantels live, and actually, even the Pentel's podcast kind of has a schedule. It's normally Fridays at two for patrons live, and then um, for everyone else, it comes out on Monday. The French cast is the only one that is is not because it's just new, so I don't have a set time. I just bring in guests when they can you come record in. Record it, yeah. Record it, it's live for patrons, and then I put it up uh, once a week. I put out an episode for everyone else, and so far, it's it's been working well that way. But do you think that, that,
0: that there's a challenge in having guests and maintaining the live stream at the time that you want? Like, you want someone to come on, you're like, okay, it has to be Friday at 2, but the guy like, can't.
1: You know? Yeah, okay. well,
2: that's why I could shake it up because it's my show. That's the yeah. beauty about being your own boss, right? So, like yesterday, for example, no, not yesterday. A few days ago, I did a podcast with uh, my buddy Sid Kular. He's a promoter here, a comedy promoter. It's uh, Sugar Sammy's brother, actually. Yeah. And um, initially, I do Fridays at 2, but he couldn't, so we did Thursday at 3. Yeah. Um, I'm the boss. Yeah. Who the fuck's gonna tell me otherwise? Yeah. It's my studio But you released it time. Friday at two. You didn't no, do no, no, it live on oh, did it was it live, live on, on Patreon when it happens, it's always live when it happens. Yeah. Okay. And so the patrons have access to it the whole time. And for everyone else who's not a patron, they're gonna get it either way Monday. Yeah, yeah. They get okay. it at midnight, Sunday night or whatever. So it doesn't matter, you know, for them and for patrons, they just it's there live. If they don't wanna watch it then they could watch it an hour later. Yeah. They can watch it a day later. So um you know they. they I mean, because patrons are paying money. They're I, I, I view Patreon differently than other people. Like you've seen the tiers. You're, you're one of the patrons. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't view it as a, oh, just pay for something I was gonna give for free. I May mean, I view it as a membership? Yeah. Look, you want to be a member, uh, then I have to act like Netflix. You know, I have to act like the podcast Netflix. So I gotta produce content. I gotta offer you shit. You for know. Sure. Um, that's just the way I see it. It's, it's an exchange. You know, you're giving me money you're giving me time yeah, then gotta, I gotta you gotta give something in it's like in a show whenever there's a paid gig you treat it differently than an open mic when there's a paid gig people paid money to see you I don't give a shit what's happening in your life what happened before what the booker did for the people that paid you fucking give them everything yeah and then after that you can tell the booker to go fuck himself for short changing you or whatever happened but you know you people are willing to give me they're giving me time now because there's thousands of people watching my shit and, and like uh, the French cast are getting over 10,000 views forget the audio which is even crazier yeah so Tens of thousands of people are willing to give me time. You don't take that shit for granted, man. Not for sure. Mm. You know, so I try to give as much as I can. I produce as much content as I can. I go to all the shows I can. I, You know, I make appearances. I'll do stand-up wherever I can. Um, I'm trying my best to not take it for granted and, you know, exercise every option that's in front of me. And so far, it's working, man. We have so many cool shit that, w- so much cool shit that we're working on that's uh, in the pipeline. He knows a lot of, actually, he knows most of what's coming yeah. down. And he's, sometimes he panics because he's like, yo, this shit's crazy. Uh, I've learned to keep my mouth shut. though. yeah, yeah cuz he used to let everything fucking slip. But that's
0: tough though, right? When you sh- when you know that there's exciting things coming yeah. up. Yeah. You just want to tell the whole world,
2: you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like he he's um yeah, he's uh, Jimmy fucking tight lips over here. Is <laughs> is he he's let he man, he's let shows that we shouldn't announce yet. Like in other countries slip and uh then he's like he's just looking at you, wide eyes like, "Uh" He's like, we're live, stupid. Can we edit? Yeah, it? yeah. We're yeah. live right now. Everyone saw it. Well, even Mike. Mike Mike is the one who leaked the Bell Center, Yeah, which yeah. was the funniest thing ever, because he leaked it on two drink minimum, and we didn't know. We're like, oh, we're all excited. We're making a big deal. And then they came back to him. They go, yeah, somebody fucking leaked it, because they're making a big deal. They're like, we can't let anyone know. And Mike's like, okay, we, we won't. This was like a week after he said it on the podcast. And then they're like, someone leaked it, and Mike knows that he's the leaker. And he's like, huh. That's suspicious. I love how he just doesn't <laughs> give a shit. Yeah. I don't care. He's like, oh, that's. something like that. Okay, so what do we do next? <laughs> Fig- figure it out, man. He's yeah. <laughs> <But it's> just <laughs> hilarious. Like, I wonder how that happened. I keep thinking what it, it makes me laugh, just in a boardroom. Huh, that's interesting. <laughs> 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 and there's a video. Uh, Jason, who does our social media, put a clip of that. Like Mike, be like, I'm oh, doing the belt center. <laughs> He's like, I wonder how that got out. <laughs> there's a video of Mike saying it. It's oh, that's great, funny, man. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm not going to take Much more of your time guys mm. I appreciate it Is there anything else um, That you want to tell us
2: No uh, This was more You wanted to ask me questions yeah. you, You've you been You threatened me with violence So I showed up Yeah I, don't wanna I, up. I just wanted to hang out man I'm like okay Let's bring the dudes over well, Here's an idea How about you move To civilization sir How about that Yeah
0: Every, every it's the same argument, man. Everybody comes up with the same thing. Where do you live? Uh, the passport thing. I've heard them. All oh, all I never said the, pa- the passport I've thing is stupid. I've yeah. heard them all.
2: But I it like is this far. Place, though. It's a nice place though. Yeah. But it's just far. But the home is nice. Yeah. But the the place is is far. It is far. It is.
3: It is a little. Elongated distance.
2: Yeah. Elongated distance. He's he's, he's he's trying to use every word he has available. He's like, this podcast is about to end. I'm digging in. I got to show them. I got to show them. <laughs> he brings out his notepad. I got to show
3: glad. them. I'm
0: smart. <laughs> what else do I have? Uh, no, guys, I appreciate it. Um, obviously, you know, we're going to be seeing each other and uh, I'm a fan, always have, always will be. Goddamn right. And uh, I appreciate your time, man.
2: Oh, and by the way, for the people watching this, just remember uh, for animals, I would suggest. They adopt a pet. They rescue it from the uh, S- their local SPCA, or there's a lot of like uh, shelters and uh, foster homes that kind of keep these dogs and cats safe, sp- so they don't get euthanized. If you're gonna get an animal, adopt from one of these places. Oh, that's a new thing now. You're promoting. No, I just thought about it right now. You said, "What else do you want to promote?" Okay, yeah. And I figured, uh, you know, that's how I got my dog uh, rescued. The little lady. That's kind. Ca- that's kind. Love her. Are, are so you gonna get an animal? Think no. <laughs> are you crazy?
3: I don't think I can.
2: Start with the fish. No,
3: no, no. N- no! I always nothing a- that
2: you've had sex with before. Oh Jesus! Get Christ. an animal that you're not attracted to. I've always <laughs> wanted a parrot. Yeah, but has a parrot ever wanted you? I doubt it. Mm.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you, G. No problem.